The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Sorry. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. I know. Me too. Uh, It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's out there. And I know. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Keep in mind, City of Phoenix fans, last year, Suns beat the Mavericks in the first two games, went to Dallas, lost two games, came back here and won by 30. Then absolutely, epically the bed for two straight games, lost by 26 and 30. At home, they lost game seven. So here's the the silver lining of the, the nastiness we all felt. Is that last year, this is the carbon copy of round two with the Suns, except for the Suns of the Mavericks this time. The only team that can actually... Like I say, the bed is Denver. They did their job last night, and they did it well. However, DeAndre Ayton didn't, and that's a different story. Jesus what? Christ. Surprised. No. That surprises me. Uh, this one, uh, Mike says, well, Chancellor, looks like you're going to be right again. The Suns fans' buttholes pucker up tighter than trans Rob when the police came a-knocking, and <laughs> we're headed towards a Game 7. And I only say Game 7 because unlike all other sports in the Valley... Fans really seem to step up for the Suns and make home uh, an actual advantage. I don't have much confidence in a Game 7 in Denver unless we can get Mr. Dominating to bring the Mangoes weed and PS5 over to the Nuggets facility. I hate to say that I was born and raised here. It's become such a chore to pump myself up for the completely undefeated record that is our home team's mediocrity. I hope I'm wrong, but I doubt it, Trucker Mike. Mike, remember how happy you were two days ago? That is... The NBA playoffs. Game seven. Seven game series leave you ebbing and flowing like nothing in any other part of life. Nothing makes you higher or lower than a seven game series in the NBA that's evenly matched. Because you will, like, look at the Lakers and Warriors. Three days ago, it's like, wow, Warriors are back. They win by 30. They crush the Lakers. Unbelievable. 27 points with 127 to 100. You're like, this is a blowout. The very next game, the Lakers win by 30. The same two teams, two different nights, a completely opposite polar result. It's just the same thing for each team and their fan base. Just goes, ah, we're done. That's it. The Lakers have it. And then probably tonight, the Warriors will destroy the Lakers in L.A. And everybody's like, what's going on? They're back. Can't do it. Garrett emails, what the F? How do you come out that flat? You start the game terrible. In the second half, even worse. This is on Monty. And Aiton's absolute trash. I was holding on for hope. But now I'm on Team John. He's just a waste of seven feet. 100% dog crap. 
I'm sending you this mid-third quarter. Hopefully I'm wrong and they turn it around, but I'd rather watch CNN or Rachel Maddow at this point. This is BS. Garrett, yeah, the emotions were running high last night. Fun. And we volunteer for it, and uh, some of us actually pay a lot of money to be part of this. It's just ridiculous what sports do. It's just ridiculous. I did something to appease my uh, feelings last night, and I asked um, ChatGPT to write a song about how frustrated I am with DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> and it did it. And it's, it's almost like it knows me. It's so perfect. I said, please write a song to tell me how frustrated I am with DeAndre Ayton. And it came up with this gem here. Hang on. It wouldn't do when I said, write a song uh, about how much I hate DeAndre Ayton. And it said, I can't do that. I, I like to be respectful. I'm like, all right. Oh, what a pussy. I know. Chat GPT is kind of, you know, it's like consultant-based radio. They really don't go too far. The chat GPT will tell you, I'll do this, but you can't say poopy on the radio. It's just one of those things. I've heard that before. I know. I know. <laughs> there are plenty of chat GPT shows out there. <laughs> well, we can't do that. That would be scary. We'd... We'd eliminate moms. Good. What moms <laughs> hanging around? The worst thing in the world at a bar is a bunch of moms. I like my bar to be mom and kid free. So let's chat GPT some anger. It's the funny thing is, is this is a song that people would chant because it's got like a, it says uh, sitting in the stands watching the game. I can't believe what I just saw. It's such a shame. Aiton's on the court, but he's not doing much. Makes me want to scream and it makes me want to cuss. Ole, ole. Aiton's play is so frustrating. Ole, ole. Can't we? Can't he see we're all waiting for him to step up and show us what he's got? Ole, ole. Aiton's play is not enough. <laughs> he's got the height. He's got the skill. But he's playing like he doesn't have will. He's slow on defense. He's missing his shots. It's like he's not even trying. It's like he's lost. ChatGPT knows. <laughs> Back to the chorus. Then it says, I know he's still young. There's time to improve. But we need you now. Make a move. We're all behind you. We need you to succeed. But he's got to step it up. Come on, man. Take the lead. (laughs) And then it gets chat GPT at the end where it kind of forgives itself for being mean. Come on, Aiden. We know you can do it. Don't give up now. Don't you quit. We're all rooting for you. We're on your side. And then, Brett, you're really going to like this one. Show us what you got. Let your talent shine. <laughs> That's part of the song. Yeah, I know. Ole, ole. Ole, ole. Yeah, you just know that people sing it. DeAndre Ayton is frustrating. He is all done. And this is it. So we'll see uh, tomorrow night, right back here, if we can get ourselves all fired up once again, come out, knock the Nuggets out, and go to a Game 7. And that's when it all gets really tight. Oh. It's scary seeing how Utah, or I'm sorry, Denver plays in Denver. They're I mean, amazing. it was like the sun showed up, but kind of. Well, It, it was I like mean, a high school team showing up. You got, here's the best news for uh, for sports fans. I'm sorry, Tranny Rob. I know you hate when we talk about oh, sports. Oh, that's right. You're probably emailing in about all your complaints. and Susan's probably already calling the cops down here. Yeah, I mean, we'd be, oh, that, she's got the cops on <laughs> speed dial. Oh, keep talking she's, about it. She's got a faster number than 911. <laughs> but, yeah, the uh, uh, here's the thing to me. I, I walk away from last night saying, all right, here's what you got. You're not, you got the worst games of, of the playoffs so far from both Booker and Aiton. You got nothing for, or not Aiton, but uh, KD. You got nothing from Aiton. But KD and Book had their probably their worst games and still scored 27 and 26 or whatever it was. 
So they were coming off an unbelievable game. Not an unbelievable game. An unbelievable playoffs. Uh, Booker is averaging 36 points a game. Averaging. He sunk back to his uh, season average of 26, 27 points. KD did the same. KD averaged, once he got to the Suns, he averaged about 25, 26 points. They did exactly what you expect in a regular season game, and not a soul on the team stepped up and hit shots. Terrence Russell a little bit. You're not getting that two days in a row, and you actually have two killers. Which I love, uh, I actually don't normally like Stephen A. Smith, but he's, his nickname for, Deon, or for uh, Devin Booker is the Mocha Mamba, and I think I love that. I think I absolutely love the Mocha Mamba. This dude's got the thing. KD's got the thing. Aiton doesn't have it for even regular games, but he's got that kill. We got two killers on this team. We got two of the best. We got two of the top three players on the floor at any given time in this series. I don't see them having bad games two in a row. In fact, they're going to be embarrassed. One thing DeAndre Aiton doesn't have is pride because he doesn't get embarrassed when he goes out and lays an egg or does a crap. He probably looked at his stats and said, 14 points and nine rebounds. What's the problem? None of them were impactful. You don't do anything good. You know, the half your rebounds fall in your lap. So the good news is Booker and Aiton, uh, KD will probably have step up massive games last night, just like Joker did. Who was just magic. He was last unstoppable. Night. Just magic. His passing was again unreal. It's like seven on five when he's passing right. Does it every game? There hasn't yeah. been really no. a game. Yeah, but he's that last night was just so incredibly. It's even better than his fifty three point game, even though the numbers didn't match. You watch that thing, you're like. These again, twelve assists where you're just getting them, and some guys hitting a bunch of shots. And he was creating the shot for the other guy, and the passes were ridiculous. And he'll do that. You're going to get that. He's a two-time MVP. Probably should have been three for a reason. But Booker and KD will come back. Somebody else has to step up. I think they win Game Six. We go to Game Seven, and then it's just a hot potato. Whoever's holding it last is a Brutal way to live our lives. Just brutal. And Horrible. I, I was getting so frustrated watching. Just not, Aiton not getting any offensive rebounds oh, at all. And watching so many of them yeah. just happen around him. By, and didn't even leave the floor. <sighs> oh, he's frustrating. God, I, you know, if, if I wish he had a girlfriend, but I think his girlfriend is a controller. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, you know what's funny? He's never like out. You never see pictures of him doing stuff. Like most of the time a sports fan, you'll see, you know, even Kyler Murray and, and uh, Hollywood Brown are at Suns games. You know, the Diamondbacks showed up to the Suns game the other night after their game, and they showed him on the screen. There's a bunch of dudes up there partying. You never see, like, DeAndre Ayton at Bottle Blonde or at an event or anything else because he goes home, he smokes the weed, he eats his giant pot of mangoes, and then he plays video games until four in the morning. I'm convinced he's not a he's one of he's one of those new generation people, you know, the antisocial, strange screen people that don't really know how to communicate. Mommy told them they were special all the time. Uh, they delete the bad comments. Yeah. They're constantly just getting praise. They only they don't understand anything else, and they don't really socialize. I don't see him like with a chick or like in a steady friendship with anybody. He's just solo DeAndre, and he's weird. He's a weirdo. So I think he's just comfortable with what he's doing. But he's, if he was, if he had a girlfriend, now's the time she would have to use the vagina as currency, like all women do. They have that, you know. All women are basically natural terrorists. They know they've got all the power, and they'll, you know, 
remind you of that every once in a while when you're like, it's been two weeks since she's even let me see that. So what did I do wrong? Like it's a punishment device. It's basically like a like one of the things from the movie Saw. It's punishment, the vagina. Because you want it, and then she has the power to take it away from you for long periods of time. Which, you know, as a man, I've always warned, never, ever, ever fall for vaginal terrorism. If they hold it, and if they withhold it, you have to call their bluff and say, that's it, I'm leaving. That's a band name. Vaginal, vaginal terrorism, terrorism is a great... Wow. Speaking of terror, we'll be playing tonight at the Van Buren, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Nile. Oh, the Nile. That's yeah. right. They're in Mesa. That's right. Okay, yeah, terror. <laughs> vaginal terrorism, not really a thing yet. Maybe they'll sing that DeAndre Ayton song. <laughs> but he needs someone in his life... That holds him accountable, not just coaches. Like somebody, like I've been saying for two years, take his mangoes away. You got to take something away from him that makes him angry. That's you got to find one of four that objects thing. he has. I think in his place, I just picture yeah. couch, coffee table, and a bed. <laughs> yep, he's that, and the more, with uh, two monitors. I couldn't agree more. Like it'll probably more than that, like a wall of TVs. That, that could be on the milk crates. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah. There's no like attention to detail to his stuff, but then he's got a closet full of fashionable things that makes you think. He's the coolest dude in the world because he showed up in his big dumb... He's got the, just a wardrobe of dominating gear. Yeah, his, his, his stupid Dennis Rodman hats. And he's just... He's, he's a lost human. He's got no personality, at least publicly. You've got to find something that pokes the bear. The guy I, uh, I do tactical black stuff with is Josh Ackerman. He's uh, one of the owners. And the, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And it's so hard to get him mad. But when you do, the kicks come harder. The punches come faster and meaner. And then you realize what he's got inside of him is horrifying. And you know what's in there. you, you got to find what motivates. It's, this is on Monty. You have to find what makes DeAndre Ayton an angry person. Naked pictures of his mom that the whole team gets in some sort of a weird internet leak. Something horrible. If, you, if you're a hacker out there and you can find DeAndre's family, my mother's, and just even Photoshop her head onto some big... Long cans, you know, the droopy kinds, the Nat Geo, the really weird ones. <laughs> and that's not my put mom. Put some fear into them. And, and put something into them to let them know that, like, we're going to show everybody this if you don't score 28 points in the next game. We're going to show everybody your naked mom. It's like, God damn it. You have to motivate them. <laughs> but we'll see. Seven-game series, man. Oh, they are. They're heart-wrenching. Incredibly troubling. But it's the, we're right in the middle of it. Yeah, it's crazy. But my my phone was exploding last night with frustrated friends, and I was one of them. Right out there with you. So the Suns are uh, now down 3-2, coming home tomorrow. We'll deal with it. Unfortunately, I had to check in and out. Yeah, you weren't there. You weren't uh, with us last night. Brady was... I still don't understand why you got to go to all of these. That doesn't make sense. He went to another uh, one of those horrible recitals. Why? Exactly. It's I, the last one. It's the yeah. spring. Right. Until next year, there'll be another one. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what's be, the difference? What, if she moves to Europe, them. you'll have another chance. <laughs> Plus, you got to listen to her practice all day. Brady sent me a couple of clips of the uh, Christian school. You know, and that's the other thing. Some I tried girls to time running it this the, year. I got a little, uh, you know, it was the whole school. I mean, including the, so fourth and fifth graders. Oh, Brady. So I got there. I'm rolling since high school goes last. I'm figuring, oh, this is be about the time because it's an hour and a half. But I got there a little early. So I saw the tail end of the uh, seventh grade, I think. And now the string section from the eighth grade. That's definitely not fun. Oh, that's beautiful. beautiful. They got that's, after it. The, they, uh, no, they didn't. They, no, they no, didn't. No, this, no, was, this is it. All right, let's hear it. 
That's a cacophony. Seven nations. That's the seven army. All right. I don't want to hear is it. Is that drummer I, Lars? He's off. Yeah, he is not on time. <laughs> That's the high school drummer drumming, but, you know, they don't have any oh, proper terrible. sound Must have failed. But it, this is all. No, 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 no. Don't. Don't. Don't start telling me you enjoyed some of that. You have to enjoy it so you convince Fiddling. yourself. Let me tell you, you've walked back into reality. Welcome back. You try to convince yourself last night was worth your time. 100% was not. Not even a little bit. You try to convince yourself the love and joy of a child is worth it. It's not. You didn't. You didn't. You know care. why you it was care. worth it, John? It because wasn't. I think there was four dads that came up. Look forward to Holmberg coming here yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> not not on game night. I, I, I look. I'll, yeah. I'll breach the deal. This is proof that some lady or uh, some twink librarian man is in charge of like let's book it for you know these nights. That should have been moved. That should have been moved to tomorrow. They should recognize that no parent wants to be there when you got wide this kinda, open tomorrow. Yeah, this giant city of uh, you know of, of you know fandom. It's like when women have you know, that thing they try to plan on the third weekend in September, and you're like, "I told you it's football season. We're not going anywhere." And they try to pit you against. Do you love your child or sports more? And like you really don't want the real answer to that. You don't. You know what sports will never do. Go on fentanyl, steal my money, and live with me forever. I, 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 it comes and goes as I choose. At least it was a new venue. No no AJ this time. You didn't have to go to AJ? Yeah. Where'd you have to drive this time? Uh, like Lindsay and Southern, uh, without walls. A oh, church sounds lovely. auditorium. Very nice. Yeah, well, you had a horrible night, and don't try to convince me otherwise. That was a was terrible amazing. Nope. Yeah. This is what parents do. They blind themselves to all the things that are taken away from them <laughs> to, to watch kids do that thing with violins. What is he doing to that violin? I mean, I don't know what's worse, watching Aiton screw up or uh, watching yeah. that. It's kind of, it's... Uh... Here's the deal. You know how I know that it That one's more frustrating. Here's how right I, you know, I know it sucked. If I told Brady, man, I got three front row tickets and backstage passes to the two most amazing violinists in the world. And then I showed you paperwork saying these are the two most amazing violinists in the world. I'm like, would you like to go with me? Uh, it's on the exact same time as uh, game five. You'd be like, absolutely not. Who the f*** cares about violins? Nobody. Nobody wants to hear a live violin concert during a great sporting event. Yo-Yo Ma. Someone- no, yeah, yeah. Yo-Yo Ma's coming to your house. And you have to turn the TV off. I'm in. Bull <laughs> You're in. <laughs> Can Yo-Yo Ma can, do it hey, tomorrow? Yo-Yo, can we speed it up? I really don't have any Yo-Yo Ma expertise. I mean, I, I've heard of him. That's how great he is. But f- that. That one Sarah girl that goes and plays the crazy violin. Oh, yeah. yeah if, if that happened and she's like, she's coming over, you just have to turn the TV off. No games, no sports. No, oh, f- that. I don't, I don't like violin at all. You listen to no violin at all during your Charlie night. Daniels Not, comes over? Nope. Nope. Even Charlie Daniels would be like, <laughs> you know what? You know how I know Charlie Daniels would say no to that? He'd, he'd go, no, there's a big event on. There's, Son, guys. we're going to watch this first. Yeah. There's, he would maybe afterwards you'd have a party and Charlie would play, and that would be worth it. But Charlie's not going to interrupt anything with the, the fiddle. <laughs> Nobody wants a fiddle. You don't have any fiddle in your uh, iPhone. You don't have any fiddle in your music. You don't have any, you know, violin at all that you listen to and enjoy. None. And then they force you to do it, which means some bitter lady whose husband liked sports more than her just before the divorce. That was one of the reasons they couldn't communicate. And so she schedules things to, to you know, it's like evil villains in Marvel movies. She schedules things to get back at her bitterness. 
That's a terrible time to schedule that. And they should have said, look, we understand. And you as parents, you don't have to go to all of it. You guys have been bamboozled by other parents into thinking that it's a show of hate. If you're like, I'm not going to that stupid fiddle concert. There's an awesome playoff game on. My dad wouldn't have gone, and he loved my sports stuff. I don't know. If Charlie Daniels was playing, I might do that. You'd skip that. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough call. Out! <laughs> That's real fiddling. It's this or Aiton. No. Uh, I, 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 I French kiss Aiton before I'd sit through a fiddle can't show. do that. I'm going to play the, that fiddling music and just have no audio on the game. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make it a little less frustrating. No. I only really, you know, now that I'm hearing this, I'm like, I like one Charlie Daniels song. That's enough. <laughs> Breaks that fiddle out in every song. No thanks. Becomes bagpipes after a while. Yeah, you feel like if you don't go, Kirby's going to be sad. Other parents will see that you're, you know, you're a deadbeat and everything else. And you've gone to almost all of them. You can skip a couple. Did Ronnie go? She did. Ronnie she skips a few now and again, which i got to give her credit for. Yeah, they're, you know... She knows I how to schedule. One. She's got some. Yes, she knows how to schedule. Remember the last time it's like, oh, sorry, I got a client at six thirty. Oh, clean. She, she uh, managed to work her client in early. Yeah. Well, she tried. I guarantee well, you. She had plenty of time because they're at the end, so you didn't, you know. Yeah. So she had a hard time getting somebody booked at seven forty-five, last minute. She was. I guarantee you, she was offering discounts. Oh, she's offering freebies. Oh, oh, come on over. Come I got you. If no you be here at seven forty, I'll do the whole foot and nail, uh, everything, foot bath. I'll rub your calves. 7.45 is the only time I have available Hell, I'll pay you. Yeah, Come on free, over. Yeah, you've got the golden ticket. Yeah, everybody gets blown. Uh, yeah, like anything you need, I will do just to avoid it. She's been good about like not going to those things occasionally. You feel trapped. You've got the guilty conscience. You can't, you can't let your angel do that on her own. And I used to admire the kids that would show up to Little League Baseball or one of the things. Their parents never showed up because they were doing it. And they're like, man, that's impressive. Mom would sit in the car. She didn't care. But it's mean every time. But you've done it. Yeah, I mean, I think you've about it when, uh, as far as sports. My parents didn't go to every game. No, but you feel you would feel terrible. We watched you An yesterday. Orchestra different. Like if I had, you know, a play or something. Is like that, it? But I but I didn't do that too often. No, I didn't play an instrument. I was in plays and told my parents they weren't allowed to go. I didn't want them there. Telling me lies afterwards. I know when I was good or bad. I'm like, nope, I don't need you sitting there. You know, judge me. You guys, that's fine. This is my thing. Yeah, they weren't allowed to go to some of my stuff. I didn't want them in that garbage and seeing me in the crowd. Baseball was different. My mom watched a lot. It's all right, Brady. We understand. It's good. You're a good dad. It's a nice thing. You're an idiot, but you're a good dad. There's times when you could just sit back and go, Kirby, you have to understand. Daddy does this because of you. The music you guys play is absolutely horrible. I know. I have to listen to it every day. It's the worst. It's the worst in the world. You know that. That viola looks so tiny when she holds it. <laughs> it's a violin to her. <laughs> it's like she's playing the world's saddest, yes. you know. Anyway. And then we realized how, you know, heart-filled you are. You're the guy with the heart three times too big. Because, yes, I've got so many emails of people giving <laughs> Parkinson's out. We were handing Parkinson's Good out yesterday. Good for them. Oh, it was great, but Brady was so bad at it and managed to make me feel like, ugh, he shouldn't do this. <laughs> we were we were goofing around with a given Parkinson's. Out. Yesterday, basically, we said, Michael J. Fox's new documentary is out, and it's hard to watch. And he seems like such a great person. That, and there's so many dickheads out there that should have gotten Parkinson's. You know, you look at, you look at that. I remember when my friend Kevin got run over, 
And one of the guys at the uh, at the wake in the eulogy was like, you know, my neighbor's such a dick, and Kevin was so cool. Why didn't my neighbor get hit by that car? I, why does he live and Kevin? You know, you you think about that when somebody cool dies. You're like, God, there's so many awful people that my friend Colin is just brilliantly smart has a stroke and yet idiots live on without you know it, it just doesn't seem fair so michael j fox has it so we started to say if you could give parkinson's to anybody who would you hand it to brett had like four ants boom boom oh, boom boom boom, boom boom i'm throwing them out there like crazy brady just stared at the ceiling not a soul he wanted to throw parkinson's on and uh you know tried to joke around with it i mean the parkinson's stuff Yesterday was nonstop on my email after a little while. I'd give it to this person or give it to that person. I'd hit a, There's one over here, Brian Brady. And, and yeah, Brady became my target after a while. Aiton was about 40 people who wanted to hand it to him. It says, Brady, you're making me so mad. I hope you get Parkinson's and star in the sequel to Shakes the Clown with Richard Dreyfus and Blackface. <laughs> yeah. Hit them all. I agree. <laughs> So uh, I got that, and then yesterday we're downstairs, and it was almost like you were worried that it actually could happen. So I started to pretend to give Parkinson's with my magic wizard fingers to just anybody. I was standing there with Tom Wintermeyer in sales going, ah, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Your face would get nervous. And then out of nowhere, the sweetest lady down in our sales department is named Lane. So nice. Never says a bad word. Yeah. Anybody. And Brady goes, oh, Blaine gets Parkinson's. And everybody goes, oh. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> and Lane even goes, hey. Hey. And then Brady goes, ah, oh, oh, that really uncomfortable. I've stepped in it. I went and talked with her for about a half hour after that. Yeah. I really you don't have that. that kind of power. Like I can look at like right now to you and go, active shooter, active shooter. It doesn't do anything. It's you just, were wishing car wrecks yeah, on people oh, yeah. yesterday. Like, I hope he gets T-boned right yeah. here. Let's watch. Oh, he just got missed. <laughs> yeah. I can't really do that. I can't can't really make that occur. So you can you can hypothetically say, I, I wish more than Michael J. Fox that uh, this person had Parkinson's and not this one. Uh, this one says, John, if you're still playing the Parkinson's game tomorrow, please do a shaking and stuttering Woody Allen. That's a great choice to hand over the Parkinson's over Michael J. Fox. A great one. This one just says, easy answer, Toledo. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) That's it? There's no explanation? And then most of them just showed up. When Pop Pop waffles over stuff like this, it makes me wish Parkinson's on him. In this scenario, he makes himself an omnipotent god where he assigns and thinks it's real. Personally, I I wish most of those horrible, shaky diseases on Taylor Swift. Finally, she developed a dance move that would interest me. (laughs) That's the fun of the game, man. So many people just throwing Parkinson's around. This guy says, uh, Foo Fighters. I don't like that one. He said, I'd give it to Michael J. Fox again. It's like getting kicked by a mule twice. Maybe it'll fix him. <laughs> That's a good idea. Kinky. Reverse. Parkinson's gets the Parkinson's and it makes him. We've seen those fights where they get hit twice. Yeah, and, and it wakes go out them up. And wake up, yeah. Said, I'd give it to Helen Keller just to see what else we could put on that girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, tons of them. Nikki Six, he's not playing his instrument anyway. <laughs> yeah, people just chose some weird ones. They've had a full day to think about it. Did you get one? No. Still not going to wish Parkinson's on one enemy in the world. Over, you could take Michael J. How about this? You can cure Michael J. Fox, but you got to give it to someone else. Remember what a nice guy he is. See too. that? Yeah, and think about Michael J. Fox. What an amazing person he is. He seems so kind. You can take his Parkinson's. You can, you can heal him. 
I'll give it to Un. But it can't be like a dictator. It has to be like somebody like normal. Okay. That's easy. It's too easy. It has to be somebody that only Brady would want to give Parkinson's to. I heal you, Michael J. Fox. And you carry it around. I'll put it in someone else. Parkinson's. Oh, Christmas (laughs) on a stick. What a (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Good. Good. I'm glad you have it. I hope it hurts. I hope Michael J. Fox was a braver man than we knew, and it just hurts every day. You, just, you won't even hypothetically take his Parkinson's and give it to someone else. Not one person. Come on, man. My email's just loaded with this. Brett, go ahead. Uh, well, I already did. You got, yeah, just find another one. You got Your brain will work on it. You'll get one. Does it got to be somebody normal or... It could be a I friend mean, or a celebrity. It just can't be like the easy answer of Hitler. Oh, okay. Jones that's where I was going to go. Yeah. So, uh, give, me, give me a second here. Right. Um, <laughs> anybody that shops at Tommy Bahama. <laughs> All right. I got you. Anyone. <laughs> Anyone. Just, yeah. the, just the next guy out of Tommy yep. Bahama. Yep. You walk next. in the fashion square. Yep. You're out. The next dude that pops out of Tommy Bahama. Mm-hmm. Brett's just going to chuck that's right. Michael J. Fox's that's Parkinson's right. Shakes the clown. It. You're walking <laughs> out. <laughs> Sorry about that. Done. Enjoy your palm tree and parrots dancing and bouncing. <laughs> Because I know they're going to be at a Buffett Man, concert. Man, when they Great come out on answer. fire. There's, now, he's handed it to possibly millions. Yep. It's a lottery. Brady, your turn. This guy. <laughs> An entire clientele at risk now for getting Michael J. Fox's park. Jesus Christ. Paradise Island is going to be empty. Walk around and hand it to him. Oh, yeah, completely. All the golf courses would just be oh, a bunch yeah. of shaking dudes. In their late 50s, early 60s, trying to figure out how come it's not cool to dress like this, smoke cigars. What? what, what? This guy writes in, Nancy Pelosi, but she may already have it. Brady, it isn't effing real. Yeah, Just that's do a it. good one. Nancy Pelosi's a solid one. Nobody likes her. Okay, go ahead. I'll give it to both Pelosi's. All right. You can't take other people's answers. I like that idea. No. no. Okay. Other people's I got answers. One. That's the old man that came back around saying we were playing too slow in the golf a couple of weeks the ago. The one you wanted to yell at yeah. and kill. You would give I him Parkinson's. Him. Right, there you go. Pipe down. Bad. Hit tee shot. You would, if you had the power that day, would have reached into yeah, your bag him. and given that man debilitating Parkinson's. But then that would have made the golf go so much slower, too. Yeah. But you would have found great joy and... Instead of yeah, punching that yeah. guy in the nose, giving him debilitating piss-your-pants parking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, you're terrible at this. You chose a stranger, so you felt no guilt. You could pick, like, ex-girlfriends, yeah. uh, ex-friends, you know, whatever. Something. Somebody. How about that awful naked guy in the window next door and you're grown up? Bob Ray? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy was showing his dick to everyone in the window. He was good to... Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. The boys. You're what? His three sons. Oh, man, can you forgive some stuff? Your I never saw it. brother told us he had to boost himself up to show his balls. The window would have covered it. All right, I'm bored. I got another yeah, one. Yeah, Father Dale. No, oh, brilliant. Right there. So Brett is one after another. Rattling a bam, bam, bam. For him. Him. <laughs> You're not really doing it. It's just basically the middle finger. There's no difference here. I got loads of them. At least he'd DeAndre Ayton get it like mid-jump. Next time they're down 30. That way we just At least he'd move. Landale and Bismarck. Last night when he went down in that heap of Aytonism right there in the key and he didn't get up fast, I screamed at the TV, and I hope it hurts! 
Hobble off, prick. Now we don't have to worry about him. Man, there's a lot of guys in sports I'd hand it to. Lamar Jackson, Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, uh, most all college sports, uh, the WNBA. I, like, it was in my list is never-ending. It'd be an earthquake. Yeah, so much yeah. Oh, yeah, down. if I had that kind of juice. But I don't, Brady, so <laughs> Parkinson's doesn't really matter when I say it. Uh, Lamar Jackson or Ray Lewis, who are you going to give it to Lamar first? Jackson. Ray Lewis oh, is really? retired, okay. and I actually respected his game. I okay. just hated him. Uh, but Lamar Jackson currently would be, I hate him the most of all Ravens of all time. Just hate him. He's un, he hasn't accomplished anything. And he, he acts like he's won like six Super Bowls. He's done nothing. At least Ray Lewis had some backing. He had some reason to be a prick. He was he juiced up on two of them. Aaron Rodgers, even though he ain't in our division anymore. I don't care. He's yeah. oh, he screwed us so for so much many years. damage to you Him guys. and his goddamn man bun. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh it shakes oh, out of him. There's another yeah. one. Anybody with a man bun. <laughs> Parkinson's, Parkinson's. <laughs> If I could steal Michael J. Sweet, sweet Michael J. Fox's terrible illness and hand it to, to a group, man bun group would be high on the list. Oh, yeah. Parrot heads, Doors fans, Grateful Dead fans, Fish fans, man buns. 311 fans. Country music, 311 fans. Jesus, everybody. Almost all of you would get it. <laughs> Anybody who's ever told me that uh, a Marvel movie kicks ass. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mo's in trouble. Yeah, she's out. She'd have it. Heartbeat. Just for movie reviews. All that kind of stuff. The guy who first told me about 311, I'd give him it. Michael J. Fox's Parkinson's. Because he says, uh, you go to hear this band. It's like the future music. It's the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm listening. I'm like, when does the future start? Because this stinks. These guys sound twinky. And then he just, he wouldn't shut up. Playing me deep cuts and all. I'm like, this is awful. Him. I'd hand it to him, too. His name was Robert. Yeah, they're coming in. Drew Barrymore, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> For no reason. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg's. Yeah. Great answer. Everybody's about tired of Gary Gaetti, because he refused to sign an autograph for this guy in 1992. <laughs> this guy's holding a grudge. 31 years ago, Gary Gaetti said no yep. to writing his name on something you own. And Jason's owned. still pissed and off about it. in 2023, you would love to hand him Michael J. Fox and shakes. <laughs> totally agree. And that's justifiable. Yep. Nothing about that makes you bad. Well, would you give it to Kingman? Yeah, I get, yeah, Dave Kingman uh, made me cry as an eight, eighth grade or eight year old boy. Flipped me off, in fact. Yeah, I'd hand Kingman Michael J. Fox's Shaky to Shakes. Better still, if you could go back in time and give it to him right then and there. <laughs> that would have been 1980. Come back and give him Dave Kingman. Say, how you doing, Kingman? Get out of here, kid. And he throws the bird, and I'm like, exactly. <laughs> and I just scooch it all over there. <laughs> Have a nice game, Dave. He just starts twitching a little. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. Just and he tries to throw the ball and it goes sailing off to second base. What the hell? Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. 99% of California. <laughs> Almost all of California. The coast. Some of the, in, the and, yeah, the coast. Just the, mainly the coast. Yeah, clean up that zone thing down there a little Oh, yeah. Thing. They're starting that today? Yeah, they're getting rid of those folks down there today. I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know what the plan is. Just can't, you know, it's, it's like a bar. It's a 1 a.m. bar. It's like, you know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. They just take the same thing down at the zone. They're just kicking all those fentanyl users out to meander the streets with us now. And I, I kind of liked them in one spot. I said build the wall around them. I thought we got all that wall equipment we're not using since they canceled that. Let's put one up and just encase them. Cage them up. Put them inside their little and then just make a the zone dome. 
That's it. Put a couple bathrooms in there. Let them wreck that. But now they're going to be everywhere. We need that space open up for when the borders are open again. Yeah, well, that's tomorrow morning, too. Yeah, yeah there's going to be some, as, as Coach Biden said, there's going to be some chaos at the border for the next few days tolerated. It's kind of been that way anyway. Yeah. Give all those uh, border people that are coming over illegally. Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. <laughs> they're trying to swim. Adios mio. And they're shaking in the water. That's enough of you. Be handing it out like mad. Brady still can't give it to one goddamn person. And I mean, the citizens of Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> this one says, "Whoever greenlit the season uh, eight of Game of Thrones." I agree. Uh, Mad Men. Yeah, the writers the of the season, final yeah. season of Mad Men. Wasting my time like that. Did you say all of Ann Arbor? Yeah. And people are throwing Dave Pratt around. But like I said, uh, let's see here. Despots and people like that. It's too low-hanging fruit. Everyone that lives in Apache Junction. AJ, uh, wow, taking a swing. Yeah. Dodgers and their fans. Dodgers are a good one. Cliff's beard. The girl? No, Cliff. Oh, okay, just Cliff. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I thought the beard. I thought, okay, gotcha, yeah. Bartman, Guy Fieri. A lot of Cardinal fans would hand it over to Cliff Kingsbury yeah. for ring. What about Steve Kime? you got to give it to him. Not He's yet. the architect of that mess. Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. <laughs> Hand it over Michael J. Fox's horrible disease. Oh, just to get it out of Michael. Because he doesn't deserve it. So many other people deserving of it. And as Brett and many of the listeners have pointed out, large groups. <laughs> Bahamas people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were Tommy Bahama, done. Yeah. Anyway. If I don't you, know if, if I can you, make this big enough. Uh-oh. Nathan Sutherland's a solid one. Before Brady. Oh, wait. That's a different one. This one. Oh, man, my ex-wife and the two C-suckers she cheated with. Parkinson's for all. (laughs) Okay. Everybody past and present in the band kiss. Parkinson's, Parkinson's. The next one, Gene Simmons. Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. Yeah, see? Beautiful. Anyway, a glorious thing, the Parkinson's draft. This guy says, Draymond Green, both Paul brothers, LeBron James, anyone who has had a conversation recently about politics with me. (laughs) He ain't following the uh, thing with Trump, getting arrested and indicted. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be great if you could do it. If you could just give temp Parkinson's to somebody, we're like, oh, man, I don't want to 24 hours. Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. Just like the flu. Parkinson's. And they start shaking like you should probably lay down. I gotta stop talking about Trump. What's happening? I don't want to listen to you. Uh, you know, tell me how crappy Biden is or how crappy Trump is, and then get mad at the border and everything. Shh, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. You can give terrible diseases to somebody for just twenty four hours. I Take it away from Michael J. Fox when you do it. It's like wishes from a genie. You get three. Can drop Parkinson's on three different people, and Michael J. Fox gets better one day. For everyone you drop, and then it goes back to him. This is a fun game. This is a fun thing to play with. Parkinson's the game. <laughs> hey, you got to make it fun somehow. Silver lining. On uh, 623. Brady cannot do it. Cannot play the game. All of Ann Arbor? I suppose. But any, like anybody who's worn the maize and blue. Anyway, yeah, you hand it out. You there see, you I'm buying. I don't hear it's inauthentic when you do. You look at me like there's anger and confusion. I mean it. Anyone that sells quinoa, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, quinoa. Why do you hate quinoa so much? 
any majority <laughs> vegetables. Parkinson, Parkinson. You give well, the veg. Oh, people in uh, wheelchairs. I'm with you, man. <laughs> He's giving yeah. it the vegetables. Wow. Brady just said that was terrifying. He doesn't like those handicapped folk. He wants them to move around a little bit. Yeah, he's handing it over. <laughs> you squirm in your seat like you do have some sort of juice like this can happen. I hope to God Brady gets a phone call from somebody that says, you remember, blah, blah, blah. They've got Parkinson's. Oh, no. We his, put it out there. One of those frat boys that live up in Ann Arbor now is going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> no one lives up there. <laughs> Baristas at coffee shops that want to ask me how my day's going. Parkinson's, Parkinson's. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, what are you going to do? Well, we tried. We tried to make Brady evil for a second, but he he believes he's the Lord and he has that kind of omnipotent juice to... I know my Parkinson's wishes are just nonsense and anger. It's a nice little outlet. Anyone texting that misses the light, the green... Well, that's a pretty delays. low bar for Parkinson's. Parkinson, Parkinson's. Pretty low bar, but all right. As long as they're in Tommy oh, Bahama. Oh, I'm on fire right yeah, now. Yeah, Tommy Bahama. Yeah, yeah, I guess if they're wearing Tommy Bahama and have a man bun and they're not going when the light turns green. Listening to Jimmy Buffett while they're at the oh, yeah, light. Yeah, yeah, Yep. <laughs> that I like. But I'll forgive somebody who doesn't do that at a light because I've been that guy and so have you. So you just kind of. Never. You have. You've missed a couple lights dicking around with your sauce moto. text. I'm shaking. Sauce so moto and your raisin cane. I've never delayed traffic with the sauce moto. I bet you have. I bet you have been at a light and eaten and didn't realize that the light was green. I bet you have. My tack glasses I have. Yeah, really? Yeah. That distracted you? Well, oh, I was just so tell blown away by the vision. <laughs> right. I was like, look how beautiful it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> uh, it's 626. Let's get a wake-up song. Brady can wish that on other people later. This one says, would Brady give famous Dave Parkinson's? No. Drove you out of business, technically. No. Yeah. That's what everybody's saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody believes that. I mean, he's still around. Oh, man. The emails are just rolling. Oh, I know. People now. like this game. Brady's the only one that won't play. <laughs> yeah. Can we take it out of everyone who has it and give it all to Toledo? That's what people. Wow. This is, yeah, I know. That's what some people say that. Eli and Peyton Manning. While we're at it, that new Manning that's coming up. <laughs> the guys in Manning's. Good one. Everybody's got their wish list except Brady. Kyler. Oh, Cardinal, fan, Brady. Cardinal fans have chimed in. There's a lot of those. Paradise and Pearl. Oh, yeah, that's there a good go, one. Brady. Yeah, that's There's, a good one. You can't take other Parkinson's, people's Parkinson's, No, Parkinson's. you can't take other people's things. <laughs> got to have your own. You got to have your own input to the game. You can't just you know, grandstand on Paradise and Pearl. That's a good one, though. I that like is. that. Excellent work. I hope that works for you. I hope they get it. <laughs> I hope they get that. I'll keep my fingers crossed that you, you get your wish. Anyway, it's like the people who throw pennies in fountains and think that it's actually a real thing. <laughs> the next girl I date, it'll be a great handy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could hand it out for like an hour. Here's an nice hour's hour. worth of park. 60-minute Parkinson's. Right when she like puts her hand over the top. 60-minute Parkinson's. And it just starts shaking all over. This is great. Like a rodeo. You tie her on. <laughs> See if she can hang on to it for a while. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. morning sickness. 
the Lions right there. It's a beautiful song those boys play. And girls. Alliance, the res band that uh, has taken over for five and a half months now. They've, they've been on the tip of our tongue. Still not tired of it. I don't know if you've got this in the Brady Report, but I was reading the New York Post. You know, like I do. This is the most horrific thing I've ever read in my life. This uh, Brazilian doctor was delivering a baby. And evidently he's got a special mechanism or system that he uses to kind of push on the belly to help the baby come out. And the baby's head started to come out. And he grabbed the head and he ripped it off. Oh. <laughs> a little too, oh, little too hard. Too well, or the baby may have been a little too fragile, not quite finished yet. So, you know, kind of like busting into a creme brulee too fast that can collapse. Uh, it was uh, May 1st at Hosp- Hospital das Clinicas. The UFMG, Santa Ifigenia, in, uh, uh, down there in Brazil. This lady is a 33-year-old mother of a 9-year-old and was pregnant and hospitalized on April 28th. Her labor was induced shortly before the unidentified obstetrician called the father in and said, you need to watch this. It's a, the beauty of birth. Oh, he's he's like, sure, it. it's great. Uh, and he see the birth closely and the doctor was uh, put a little pressure on her belly and tried to make the baby move a little faster. And then reached down and said, here it is, and ripped the baby's head off. Uh, (laughs) uh, Now, the hospital said, well, this isn't our fault. This is the fun of it all. Said, we'll pay for the burial and stuff like that since this went so south. But uh, you can't prove that baby was alive. Well, evidently, on the videotape, the filming, the baby was blinking and uh, moving its eyes and, like, mouth and stuff. Before, you know, the doctor did the uh, (laughs) the pop-off. It's made headlines across Brazil. And they've made complaints to the police saying it's a murder now. The social worker said the facility just, their only responsibility is burial costs. And if they agree to sign a waiver, uh, we we had an autopsy. That baby didn't last very long. So it's not like it was alive to begin with. The family's lawyer is like, no, we're going to get millions for this one. Uh, it's not been uh, made public on who's going to get what or what they're shooting for, but the baby's body was expected to be released to the family on, uh, like, last Monday, a couple days ago. Can you imagine? My friend's, no, I can't. My friend's uh, <laughs> first birth, like his his first daughter, He's the doctor's like, come on in, this will be fun. And he's like, he didn't know what to expect, right? You don't know what a birth looks like. And he said, all of a sudden, like a rainbird, blood shooting out of the honey hole. <laughs> Half a head's out. They got salad tongs on her. And he's like, I started almost pass out. I didn't know what to do. Doctor grabs him like a, like it's WWE by the chest, kind of lifts him up. You need to get out of here. And he, and he said, the last thing I said was, so much blood. It, it's just pouring out of her. There was a, something going wrong. They had to move her into another room. And so the next kid, you know, you can imagine it's like you're Vietnam. The next kid, they're like, you want to be in the room for the birth? And he just ran. They're like, no, get me away from that. After seeing that, I would start listening to KDKB religiously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mouth full gay. <laughs> I have a vasectomy. I'd still be worried about a potential <laughs> swimmer getting loose oh. and making somebody pregnant. And then watching that baby's head get torn off in the hospital. You guys are missing out on that. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> The no fear way. of things no. that could go wrong. No, missing no, no. out. I mean, I hear about you going to the recitals. Oh. I mean, you know what? You might be right, Brady, because the way I feel about children, <laughs> if it got to the point where the thing was coming out and the baby doctor's like, whoops, 
I ripped its head off and be like, oh, shoot. Does this mean I'm not a dad? Yeah. <laughs> Start handing oh, out cigars. Yeah, there you go. It was a boy. <laughs> what do you mean it was a boy? Oh, the doctor ripped its head off. There's nothing I can do now. <laughs> Aren't you mad? I'm like, well, I mean, I barely even knew the kid. It was like <laughs> two seconds. It was a... I mean, sure, I'm sad, but it's like reading about the news when somebody dies in a car wreck. I didn't know him. I didn't even have a name yet. Do you want to know if the uh, baby is going to come out? It's gonna, I love jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> it's another 3500 bucks. We can make sure yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah, they can poke them out. Well, they, they test. Rip their heads off. Yeah, and for then, the potential you know, So you guys can make disorders. a call whether... That's easy. Oh, that's a great decision. Look, my decision is, is I wouldn't even pay for the test. If the baby's going to come out, I'd like to have a choice in whether or not that's a thing. Yeah, how about that, though? I mean, this this is a family that actually wanted kids. Like a doll. Whoops. And you know who I feel most sorry for? Besides the baby. The obstetrician. He didn't know that was going to happen. No. It's not like you ripped the kid's head off on purpose. He wasn't making balloon animals with it and just twisting Unless it. Unless it was his absolute first. Right. He's the intern. Oh, Let him give it a whirl. Yeah, you try it today. <laughs> oh, I've never. But okay. Oh, my God. You can pull harder than you think. And there's two of them. Oh, it's twins? No, there's just two pieces. You got any duct tape or Gorilla Glue or something? Oh. Yeah, I can't imagine. I wouldn't go back to work. Oh, I would never live normal again. Oh, to be the obstetrician? Probably not yeah. allowed back in for a while. Well, <laughs> Let alone, I couldn't go back in if something like that happened. Oh, yeah. You'd be. I'm not pulling another one out. You'd be the one people would point and laugh. You're not the obstetrician that pulled that baby's head off. Oh, come on. I delivered 400 of them before I did that. You're the only one I've ever heard of that's done that. And then I started to wonder, this had to have happened before, especially back in the olden times. when they didn't really have any idea of how hard to pull or and that the heads would pop off. And probably just a normal thing in the 1800s to be like, well, sometimes their heads come off. Uh, when you start to pull in, because it looks stuck. So he had the old school Brazilian method of pushing on her belly and it'll start squeezing out like gas. Like toothpaste. Yeah. And then the baby's head started to go out and he's like, I got her from here. And then, ooh, mama was tight because those shoulders weren't, they were too broad. The whole time, a year later, his friends will be over at New Year's celebration. Hey, pop the cork <laughs> for us. Oh, yeah, and Rodrigo hates that noise because it reminds him of the time he was uh, almost a dad. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know. Stop it. No more champagne. And then his wife can't even go, hey, can I give you some head? <laughs> oh, my God, that would be terrible. And then they have the nerve. They said we performed an autopsy. Pretty sure I knew what happened. I don't, that, that's unnecessary. Was it from the yanking? Yeah. Was it from its head being taken off of its body? I'm pretty sure that's what got her. Jeez. Now your kid had uh, Parkinson's. It's weird. Somebody wished it on her. Brady. Brady. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible story, and you have to laugh because otherwise you'll dig a hole. And How close were all of us to having our heads lopped off? I was a massive baby. I was a month Not late. Me. Yours didn't, you had a pee head or something? My neck. Come on. Oh, that's true. Well, you can still rip it right off your shoulder. Not mine. I would imagine that would be easier to rip off. <laughs> like, there's no real natural it would be support. Half, it would, I would split at the waist. Yeah, they might pull you in half. Like, yeah. you just, your little pelvis comes out second. <laughs> Brady came out hands first because there was food on the other side. There's something. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, my head Once was. They cut huge. that cord. I had that egg head, though. Like, my mom was so tight that it reshaped my head. I came out looking like a cone head. 
But it was, you didn't have to wear the helmet or anything. They like didn't that. have them back then. Oh. They, I think they just pushed until it was circular again. I was fat. I came out all cone-headed. I was a month late. They tried to get me to come out earlier, and I just didn't. But there's a good chance. Like, they couldn't have pulled my... As pointy as my head was at birth, them trying to pull it would have been like trying to rip a traffic cone out of a of a virgin. <laughs> you came out looking like a... The head of a cassowary bird. Oh, it was yeah. I had the it was it was weird. Pictures of me as a baby. Like there isn't an ounce of truth to anyone who ever said to my parents, "Oh, he's adorable." I'm one of the ugliest babies you have ever seen. I think all babies are. I don't think there is. They a, all look the same. There's an occasional one where you're like, "Hey, that one's not so awful." It's got. But ooh, I'm, ooh, I'm, ooh. No, no, no. I mean, they're all awful. Oh, okay. I mean, you know what I mean? Not that awful. Oh. <laughs> Most of them are terrible looking. Most of them are just weird and ugly and look like you shrunk an old first man. First come out purple. Oh, oh, that. The first come out part. There's nothing attractive about that at all to anybody but the parents. But those pictures that you get, it's our baby. I'm like, ugh. Yuck. <laughs> Babies are not puppies. Puppies are cute. Babies are not cute. They're weird. That one head had popped it right off. The doctor <sighs> ripping baby heads off. Brutal. All right, so Brady, you can wish uh, that somebody in history had their heads ripped off at birth instead, and you can assign it to them. You can take this baby and fix it, and then assign a good head ripping off to somebody. Get rid of them for good. Who would it be? Uh, it can't the, be Hitler, and it can't be Kim no, Jong-un. No, the, uh, the baby wipe guy, the guy that wanted it, what's his name? Junior, who was getting his uh, diapers Fixed. Paul Monchaka Jr., Monchaka you would have his head ripped off at birth rather than continue to yeah. live his life yeah. and give this baby back its head. Yeah. Paul Monchaka Jr. is pretty nice. His dad's listening, so he heard you say that. He'd probably agree with me. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett's still high on that list. If we could just eliminate him forever and then magically <laughs> sew that baby's head back on. But yeah, I feel really bad for the obstetrician because I don't think they intentionally try to rip baby heads off. I think they get into that because they care. That baby might have been a little fragile. And who's to say that baby was all done? If he's listening, uh, so be it. The the dude that abducted the girl, Scottsdale. Oh, yeah, that guy. There you go. Yeah, there's a good, good call. One. Now you're starting to play the game. You want people's heads ripped off. Freddie likes immediate death. He doesn't like Parkinson's. He, wants, he doesn't want a disease on somebody. He wants their heads Get it out of the way torn quick. off. <laughs> you're like a French guillotine owner. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's better. But anyway, yeah. I mean, something like, you know, I opened up a, a thing of golf clubs that were delivered to my house, and one of the heads had a crack in it. So sometimes, you know, it's probably the, true with humans, too. The guy who put the head of the golf club on. Yeah, you Parkinson's. Yeah, accidentally. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I did kind of wish, and you dumb mother <laughs> hope you die in a crash and fire. Parkinson's. Yeah, fiery death crash. <laughs> I can't golf for a little bit. But the, uh, uh, you know, sometimes... I'm sure human beings come out that way, too, where their heads are a little bit unfinished or something happened along delivery that made it so they had wobbly neck. You got that San Andreas fault on the top of the head. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff not done yet. And maybe their neck just hadn't developed to a good strength. Maybe they had pot sticker skin on their neck and they weren't ready for a yanking, but time was up. They were getting evicted from that spot and they had to go. It was like, you know, the womb was like the zone. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here and started pushing out an undone one. It's like taking a cake out of the oven too soon. It's still milky. You can't go cutting into it. Cookies, you can't eat them right away out of the oven. 
They just fall apart. It's amazing what they can do with the, the preemies now. I mean, like tiny. Oh, sure, but you can't go pulling on them. And if you assume it's not a preemie, it's the same as cookies. That's actually a great analogy. It is. Pull cookies out and put them up. you got to cool them. You can't go picking them up. They just crumble in your hands. Maybe that's true of some babies. Yuck. It is horrifying, though, to think of the baby ripping off. And another reason why men should never be in the delivery room. <laughs> Filming that stuff. Yeesh. I don't get that. Like, like you're going to watch it again. Ever. Again, mine look like... Uh, what a lot of the stalls looked like at the Kentucky Derby this last weekend. They tented Ronnie up. Oh, yeah. She was under a thing because it was the C-section. Yeah. This one said, maybe it's me, John, but uh, back when I was in kindergarten years and years ago, I learned a song in the summertime. You pick a blooming dandelion, you put your thumb underneath the blossom, and then in a sing-song man, you say, Mama had a baby and its head popped off. <laughs> and the word head, that flower, uh, does the thing. The flower flies off the top and you're just left with a stem. Uh, that had to come. He said, I learned about this in 73. So song doesn't happen like that unless there's a history of babies' heads being yanked off. It's like a Ring Around the Rosie is about the, the plague. plague. Yeah. So mama had a baby and the head popped off. That had to be a common problem. Got to find that out. Yeah. I bet you that's true. Great, great tie back, listener. Because I did that when I lived in Indiana with the dandelions. Mama had a baby and his head popped off. And then we'd all laugh. I bet you that was a 1600s, 1700s problem. Maybe even 18, early 1900s. Where babies' heads just fell off a lot. <laughs> Horrible. Shouldn't be happening today, that's for sure. With all the modern technology. you think that wouldn't. <laughs> People won't stop. Uh, by the way, John, just real quick, I'd give Parkinson's to my ex-wife's new husband. Not her, the guy she's with, just so she has to watch him shake for the rest of her life. <laughs> give some nice guy to Parkinson's to punish her for picking him over you. Because deep down, we all because he wanted to win the, the divorce. If she left him for a lifetime with another guy, and then you give him a thing, she's going to look at her ex and go, he, you know, now I don't have to care for him. Like, now she's just a caretaker. And he's out running around, you know, traveling and stuff. Her uh, life her life becomes... Out of sight, out of mind. Her life Who becomes... Yeah I, yeah, I don't care that much about... Yeah. If it's your ex... Don't I'm, care. I'm never, I'll probably never talk to you again. Right. There's no reason for us to be pals. At all. Ever. Uh, but what are you going to do? But the baby with the head popping off thing. And maybe it's for the best, the baby's head's popping off. Maybe we shouldn't have childbirth anymore because I saw yesterday... A new thing that's taking hold called childhood or infant autonomy. There's a new story about how parents, uh, these people who live, they, they live in England, but they've started this and it's kind of catching on in certain spots. Matt and Adelaide Allen have decided to give their kids Ulysses, Ostera, and Kai childhood autonomy, which means if they don't want to read and write, they don't got to. They don't want to wake up in the morning. They don't got it. There's no bedtime. There's no wake-up time. There's no chores around the house. They just, you know, run rogue. And if they feel like learning to read, they'll do it on their own. And they're, and uh, some people are saying that's really mean, but the kids are, you know, they're saying it's a new parenting style called childhood autonomy. And it gives their kids a strong sense of self-identity that they get to choose and do whatever they want, whenever they want, if they want to do it at all. The first kid didn't learn to read till it was 10. And mainly, doesn't have to go to school. 
because they're just doing it at home. Well, they've, they've anti-schooled their kids. So childhood autonomy basically is like they got the mom breastfed them until the kid didn't want to be breastfed anymore. Jeez. Four, four and a half, five. She's got something latched to that disgusting can. Remember hers. that BBC show? Yeah, that 13-year-old that yeah, was latched still on. still latching on. They're watching TV. Yeah. He's standing like, up. Yeah, he could stand next to her and <laughs> take some out of the Clamp tap. Clamp on. Mommy, I want some bitty. There it is. Watching Benny Hill. That's good, Mummy Milkies. You're dry, Mummy. Run around the block or something. Get all fired up. Want some more Milkies? When you go to the store to buy the kid a gallon of milk, now you get it right out of the... You take it right from the source. But childhood autonomy is now something that psychiatrists say is very healthy. Like, oh, no, it's not. One thing I know about kids, not good decision makers. The reason we got laws on when they can start doing stuff legally, and if you start giving them the right to not read and write, oh, for crying out loud, till they want to. The future is so dim. St. Dr. Lynn. Yeah, I mean, St. Dr. Lynn, statues. There isn't enough we can do for the man who created vasectomies. You know who else we should start thanking a lot more of? Those Planned Parenthood folks. And I don't know how you're still against abortion in a world that is like uh, embracing childhood autonomy. You imagine ever going to somebody's house and saying, "Hey, kid, put that down." Oh no, 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 no! He can do whatever he wants. He's got autonomy. He's sovereign. As not a human. my house, like, not here. He doesn't. He's about to get kicked in the little teeth. Oh, we don't discipline him or ever tell him he's doing anything wrong. He he makes choices. One of the choices he's about to make is get his ass kicked by somebody who doesn't like him. So yeah, five across the mile. Yeah, he's about to learn reality that his choices sometimes affect other people. He's going to catch a knee. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not a real fan of the way things are are going when it comes to that. Kids shouldn't have decisions until they're at least 15, and up to that point, it's like maybe you. How let many them people work have caught onto this new? Uh, well, I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah, but the fact it's a news so, story. I've, yeah, and the fact well, that it's well, look, trust me, this is the thing that clicker. I. This is the th- I used to say stupid stuff like that when Thomas would say, "You know, they they they're going to indoctrinate your kids." Into believing their country's terrible. Like, oh, you're nuts. That'll never happen. No, they lead them down a path where they don't have any confidence and they end up on drugs and her- you're going to have a heroin problem in America. This was in 2003. Huge. I'm watching it happen again. Happen in Scotland, going to happen here. They're indoctrinating your kids into be not to believe something, but to not believe in anything. Like, you're out of your mind. You'll see. They'll start giving them rights. They're all about getting their sexuality changed. I used to, I listen to him daily. Every time I talk to Thomas, they, they're after your children. They're always after the children. They're the ones that can change everything. The 20-year plan. I'm like, you're nuts. So I don't say that anymore. It's like, ah, how many people are actually doing that? When I see stories like this now, I'm like, uh-oh. It's a plan. Childhood autonomy is a thing now. And people have to stand up to it before they... I poo-pooed that whole deal. He's like... They're gonna, Thomas Wells was so ahead of the game telling me about how gender identity is going to be a problem here. Early 2000s. Oh, they'll make it so they don't even know if they're girls or boys. They'll make it so everyone's gay. <laughs> like, you're, you're crazy. Everyone loves gay. No one knows what their sex is. It's all fair game, and it's all about sex. Yeah, hit your ball, you lunatic. And now I want to go back in a time machine and go, tell me more. Tell me more. He couldn't be more. Yeah, he couldn't have been more right. You'll see. 
And it's all to get us to debate and yell while the kids think we're all crazy. Divide. And that little accent of his, I'm like, hey, you left Scotland for a reason. There's no smart people in Scotland. He saw it. He ran away from it and it started to happen here. He's right. So childhood autonomy, yeah, we can sit back now and say, ah, how many people are actually using that? Not many, but it caught the attention of one news source. And then I just want to stop it before it becomes a thing. Kids can't make decisions. New law. You should be forced. I think you are forced to make your kids go to school, aren't you? There's a part of uh, even when kids are uh, given a choice to make a decision, they don't make a decision. But when they do, it's almost always stupid. Right. But you're talking about like Kirby's 14. Yeah. And she's a woman. They're indecisive by nature. Women should, I mean, there's a lot of them that shouldn't be making choices anyway. Like a lot of that. You know, you see them doing stuff and you're like, Jesus is going to take forever. Just pick something. I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, for Christ's sake. We're going to Phoenix City Grill. Well, we had that yesterday. Then you pick one. Then pick one. I gave you three options. You pick. All right. The genuine. Nope. No, my God. Story of my life. It's every guy. Nobody's unique. Now imagine you're in a car and Ulysses, the 12-year-old, is back there going, I've given you people three decisions. Now you choose. All right, Ulysses. How about we go to aftermath? Nope. All right, Ulysses. Are you going to make a choice or not? I don't have to. I have childhood autonomy. Oh, I'm going to (laughs) punch you in the face, you little autonomous prick. Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's. Yeah, I wish Parkinson's on people who are embracing childhood autonomy. Parkinson's. I hope you shake your baby. How about that one, Brady? you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, can you give me that? Sure. All right. Yeah, you're just saying yes. You don't believe this. <laughs> you're like DeAndre. You got no heart. There's nothing behind just that. give me a mango. There's nothing behind <laughs> that at all. There's no, there's no anger or spirit involved in that. Sure, whatever. Mango and a PlayStation controller. You don't want to play the game either, just like D.A., I'm going to see a little fire in that belly when you're handing out the Parkinson's. What the? No, you don't have it. <laughs> you're going to bench him. Get somebody in here who knows how to hand Parkinson's to folks with a little, little gravitas. But, yeah, I don't want that. So right now, again, perfect opportunity for you scary. to take the morning sickness challenge uh, and reach over and give your kid a whack, even if it's done nothing wrong. And I know moms are all dressed like your baby. We look exactly like you. We're friends. Reach over and give your friend a hit. Mom, why? Because I'm your mother. It's time you time you learned the lesson. Like you got to eat <laughs> every once in a while from an adult. <laughs> you don't have any rights. <laughs> the scary thing is, if it does kick in, oh, it will for some people. It's Kirby because she's past yeah. that age now. There's so much pressure. If she ever has kids. Oh, yeah, she has kids. Yeah, the autonomous, uh, androgynous children that will be coming up. Yeah. Look, they do. They they teach your kids, like, when you're confused, it's probably because you hate your genitals. Like, I was confused when I was a teenager. You gave me 15 options of why. I might have picked one. It's like WebMD. That whole gender identity thing is WebMD to kids who are like, man, I just don't know what's going on in my life. You're full of hormones. They're going all over the place. It's all new to you. Like, I can't get a girl. I think I don't think I'm loved. I don't understand what's happening. Maybe I'm not supposed to be a boy. That's what I've been reading. I didn't know what it was. I knew it wasn't a twink. That was the only other option. Like, I don't think I'm, I'm certain I don't want to blow that Jesse kid. I still like girls. I'll just beat off until this thing falls off. <laughs> I'll just grab dad's Playboy and 
I've never done. I don't have the one thing I don't have courage for, and I have to wait for my dad to be on his deathbed, is to go and apologize for wrecking his 25th and 30th anniversary uh, editions of Playboy that I knew where they were, hidden in all of his hunting magazines. And I don't think I was very uh, respectful to the pages. You weren't candy loving? Candy loving was in there. And I, that was 25. Yeah. And I would put it back. And I don't think I dabbed it or I think sometimes some friendly fire got in there and they just <laughs> fold it right back up. But I've never, never like told my dad, hey, I Were you listening to the glory of love while you were doing <laughs> There was probably, well, I probably had some music on just to make sure that <laughs> nobody heard me going, oh, gee. <laughs> yeah. The reason why he, he would said be- anything, he probably, you know, probably thought it was his. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'm hoping. So he thought, that, or he'd be happy. You know, he was like, you know what? Out. It was worth it. He had four no, you didn't. I would lay him out the full, you know, three page, the centerfold, right. and I would lay him out in a row. And I just get on the floor and just mash myself into the carpet, staring right at it. And then sometimes stuff would go onto, and then I'd fold up the magazines and I'd shove them right back where I had them. Good day, ladies. Smart enough to, you know, smart enough to leave like a little marker where each one was. Not smart enough to keep the magazine itself clean. I'd, I'd put it back, clearly used, but not like in a huge way, but just enough. That next time he opened it, he's like, did I? I don't think I did this. <laughs> the boy. Yeah, it was messy. So um, someday when my dad's laying there, and, hey, man, you've been a great dad. And he's like, <laughs> remember your candy-loving Playboy? That was my, that was my uh, gum I was putting on those pages. Sorry about that. <laughs> I hope that's the last thing my dad hears. But he would die with a smile yeah, on his face. Yeah, he would die. You dick. Like, I want my dad's last words to be... Dick, I know. <laughs> At least you weren't gay. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone, everybody. Boop. Oh, wait, he's back. Asshole. Boop. Boop. Oh, he had one more thing to say. <laughs> I turned your Playboys into a sisu tree, and for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, my childhood was perfect. Anyway, what are you going to do? At least your baby's head didn't pop off. Look at your kid today and say, you don't have autonomy. You have no decision-making skills. Maybe every once in a while we'll let you pick where you want to eat. But even then, yeah, you never pay for anything. So pretty much. It's a suggestion. It's, a, it's an idea. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have the right to touch the radio. That was out. I listened to what my dad listened to. Uh, he'd say, you, you hungry? I'm like, sure. And then he'd pick where we're going to eat. And I'd adapt. I never got that. Where do you want to go? I don't have any ideas. My dad would say, you want a pizza? I'd be like, nope. Well, I'm getting one. Oh. <laughs> guess I am too. I guess I'm going to eat some of that. That's how it worked. Autonomy? Oh. If you give me autonomy with Dan Holmberg, I'd have been bounced off every wall in the house every day. That's me. Terribly dumb decisions. My dad would kind of be watching TV or something. I grabbed the remote. You pay the goddamn bills in here? <laughs> oh, you were immediately no. reminded that you don't get TV. I was the remote, Brett. <laughs> I stood by the TV with my hand on the dial. Turn it. Turn it. Turn it. There, stop. Back. And for us, it was, you know, when you had the chance to go out to eat, you made the decision. It was easy anywhere because uh, most of the time it wasn't really, you know, you did it maybe once a week. Mom was cooking the majority of the time. So you're going out. You're like. Even more. 
Where are we going? I don't care. We're yeah, going out. We're going out. Yeah. I don't want peas and meatloaf. But think about like that. that. You know, <laughs> like uh, mom was cooking. You didn't have a say in that either, right? Food That's just why showed going up. Out yeah. Was so childhood autonomy. I don't understand that at all. I didn't have that. My mom would cook something. I'd be like, "What do we eat?" My my dad's famous line: "Every day the door would open, come in, you'd hear, hi guys, what's for supper?'" <laughs> that was his first line. He didn't know. Like they didn't know, and she'd have to come up with a menu every day. That sucks too. But we were never consulted. What do you kids want tonight? Do you want to? We're going out. Yeah. This is where, you know, pizza. Where you're going? Usually yep. is what it was. I was fine with pizza, and if it was nice, we weren't going. Oh, yeah. Me and that sister of mine, we weren't going. Hopkins texted me the other day, and he goes, is your sister, uh, what's her name? And I told him, and he goes, oh. I'm like, why, are you talking to somebody who nailed her in high school or something? Pretty high probability there. <laughs> and then he just texted back, ha, 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 question mark? <laughs> Thank you, you are. More than likely, that's what happened. I hooked up with him. Yeah, that's it. Well, probably. That sister uh, of mine and I. Vice House is in Maryville, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sister of mine and I uh, weren't allowed to go to the good places. Your mother and I are going out to eat. Where? And they'd name something awesome. We'd be like, oh, here. Tortilla shells and butter. (laughs) What's this? Don't use the microwave or the oven. Just bread and butter? Yes. But it's with a Mexican flair. <laughs> You're having Mexican tonight. Oh. <laughs> Your sister was. <laughs> well, my sister had Mexican an awful lot. <laughs> anyway, so childhood autonomy, that's the next thing we got to keep our eyes on. Because if that catches a little, you know, viral nonsense. And you start, Trouble. You'll see it. You'll see moms that think that's a good idea. Because guess what? It means you never have to be mad at them. No bedtime, no wake-up time, no school. They can read when they want. It sounds great if you're nine. You're just creating a little asshole. Boy, I hate most of your kids. But I will hate the autonomous. I hate the people who have tiny houses that bring kids into them because they always do that. We're going to school them in the ways of nature. I go, I hope they drown in a lake or a stream. I watched that one where they restored a school bus into a house for five people. I'm like, where are these kids? Like, they're little now. It works, but they're all going to get bigger, and you're living. A, we just want to drive them around in the school bus, and we can live in the house and find nature. And yeah, man, a couple of those are going to find tree branches. And Talk live. about odds. Oh, there's going to be two suicides. One friend that converted an RV, he and the family and three kids went <coughs> on the road for the year. How many of them came back? Uh, they all came back, but there's... They're on their own now. Yeah, exactly. Like there's the divorce. Yeah. There was the parents had to pick you had to pick which one was more stable. Nobody survives the tiny they house. They scattered like the yeah. seasons. No family survives the the tiny house living drive around. Nope. That seems like a good I'd love to have that tiny house show revisit all the people that put that 600 square foot monstrosity on their parents' backyard and how quickly they burn that thing down for insurance. Remember when Toledo said he would like to do it? I'm like, yeah, because you're the king of cruddy decisions. It's like, that's it. At the time, he had like a 200 credit score. Now he's straightened himself up. Toledo's a decent human being now. He wanted to live in a tiny house for a little bit with kids. and I'm like, it's going to end in murder. You can't have a tiny house. Not on purpose. That's the opposite of the goal. Imagine that guy in the tiny house. There'd be dead people. Two boys and... 
Oh, man. And then his own re- realization is like, oh, my God, these teenagers are never not in my sight. There's not enough space. And there's a loft. I can watch them sleep. I want to watch those two tugging away while I quietly bang their mother in my loft. Doors, windows, distance. That's the key. That's the key to happiness. Childhood autonomy. Uh, it's 721. Good luck with your kids, Ulysses. I knew you were in trouble when you named your kid Ulysses anyway. I hope he makes a decision to rob a liquor store when he's 13 and gets thrown in jail for years. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Well, if you want to ride away from uh, children and there's no yeah. better place to get a bike than an action yeah. ride shop. Get them a bike. That's right. No helmet. That's right. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. They're going to give you all the details about uh, how to get out on the trails. And maybe if the trail isn't your thing, you just want to ride around town. They got bikes for all styles of riding, and they're going to get you going the right way. ActionRideShop.com. Check them out on all the socials as well. Uh, on the list, we got uh, Scars on Broadway, Avenged Sevenfold, Eddie Money, Deftones, Nothing More, Metallica, Uh-oh. Amity Affliction, Avatar. But uh, we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> We were talking about earlier, uh, Terror's going to be at the Nile tonight, so I was thinking we'd oh, do a little, little, little terror, terror, stick tight. All right, I'm getting uh, breaking news that Uh-oh. somebody just bounced off an overpass onto the 60. Decided to muck up traffic with their sadness. On the 60? That's what I'm saying. They have been working on it. Maybe they just couldn't take it anymore. Quit closing <laughs> it was down. one of the workers, or just somebody's just tired of the road? Yeah. Yeah, I got two people that said, uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know if I will keep your eyes on that, but 60 in Gilbert area evidently is just a complete halt. I got two or three people emailing me right now saying, What happened? And one guy's just emailed and said, Somebody jumped. I just told people to go to action on Gilbert. Yeah, we're not right now. Wait, wait it out. Wait until they get all the, they mop up all the parks, get the cars out of the way. And if you had a bike, you'd go right through that. Absolutely. That's, you don't need the freeway then. That's right. You can ride sidewalks around all the, the leapers. Get yourself a new e bike. Yeah. Evidently, somebody took the uh, son's loss a little too hard last night and put themselves on the 60. Again, I have very little empathy for anybody whose suicide blocks traffic. I, I struggle feeling bad for you. You've, you've made it tougher on everyone else. Your, your life struggles shouldn't be a traffic jam, too. I feel bad that you got to the point with that mental disorder that you felt like you had to end it all. Can't you do that in the privacy of your own home? Well, you got to do that on the freeway in rush hour, especially. If you're going to do it, do it like 3 in the morning. Nobody's going to stop you. Terror would have fixed it. Oh, absolutely. You can't even be upset when this stuff's going on. Whatever you're doing, you're going to do it faster. Terror. This thing's already 13 years old. Yeah. Stick tight. Man, oh, man. All right. It's terror, everybody. It's two and a half minutes of just pure noise and adrenaline, and they're here tonight at the Nile in Mesa, which you're not going to be able to get to because of the investigation, but still. I'm going to ride my bike there. Yeah, <laughs> just ride bicycles <laughs> to the Nile. Yeah, it's right off Main Street and like 3rd or something like, like that. Yeah, I don't yeah know around that. Center and all yeah. that. Uh, head on down to the Nile. Good place to see a show, especially one as loud as this. Terror, everybody. It's Concert Psyching Rock for tonight, and it's your wake-up song right now. It's out of control now. Uh, somebody said that, remember the story about the doctor a few years ago that popped the head off the baby and then wrapped it up in a blanket and tried to give it back to the parents? I don't remember that. 
I find it hysterical again, but evidently it was a very funny story years ago, too. So baby's head's popping off in the top ten of hilarious things that have happened on this glorious show for yo these uh, two decades. Uh, I just got an email that said, uh, Parkinson's game sounds fun. I wish it on every man in my office place so I can watch their wieners bounce around while they shake. It's our turn. Sounds, uh, signed Susan. <laughs> it's our turn. See, Brady, even Susan's in on yeah. it. I assigned Brady Parkinson's in a pair of loose sweatpants so I can watch his dilly-dally dingle-dangle. It's our turn. Oops, Brady, looks like I dropped a bunch of pencils again. Why don't you straight leg bend over and pick those up for your mama? Why? It's our turn. Uh, This one says, wait a second. I just heard the story on your show about that doctor in Brazil. The doctor could rip babies' heads off and then just say, oopsie, that was an option the whole time? Signed Toledo's dad. (laughs) Yes, that is called the oopsie option. You pay a little extra for it. We had a little oopsie. Uh, here's some of your baby. The rest of it will be delivered shortly. The first part came out real quick. Yeah, that had to be where the, the dandelion thing came up. Mama had a baby in the head pop. Heads popped off like crazy back in the day. Had to. I looked it up. I couldn't find, you know, someone saying back in the colonial days. And then it, it was popular uh, cadence to jump roping. Yeah, but I mean, but same with Ring Around the Rosie. Those, it was just a horrible, uh, horrible thing. Ring Around the Rosie was about the, the plague and people dying of rosacea. And all, like, yeah. I don't even know. It was just awful. By the way, if the guy jumped off the 60, that would be two days in a row. We didn't even report it yesterday. It wasn't even known. Somebody left off there yesterday in the afternoon, so it didn't really make news. Gilbert to, Road or yeah, something. Gilbert and Sigs in there. Now they're saying it's all clogged up again. So maybe we got a double jump. I don't know. ADOT hasn't put anything out on it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. So reports of that are false or people just being silly about saying, well, this is the jumper's paradise. But it's up to you guys to navigate that. Rush hour sucks. That's why we don't have a traffic thing. It's just disappointing. It's depressing to tell you how horrible things are going on your way to work. You already know it's going to be bad. Just set the bar low and on days you don't have a traffic problem, you'll be happy. It feels good. Uh, it is uh, time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. No, Mama. Mother's Day is Sunday, so make plans to celebrate where? Hooters. This Sunday is May 14th, and that's Mother's Day. And you can buy any 10 wings, and you'll get 10 wings for free right there in the restaurant. Only at Hooters for your mom. Nothing better than getting mom's lips all lathered up with sauce, ranch. See Mama with some ranch on her lips? Yes. Hooters girls coming in and out. And you know what's great about that part? Those Hooters girls can't be with their kids. they got to serve you and your mom. You know they'd rather be home with their children. they got to make ends meet. And most of them have a kid. Almost all of them. They all have kids. Pretty much. Might be a Toledo's dad situation, but most of them. Hey. <laughs> Enjoy Mother's Day at Hooters. Mom. Nothing hotter than your mom. Nothing hotter than your mom. Ranch on her lips. Not my mom. So Boy, much. I know. Your mom. Oof. Mom, you got a little ranch on your lips. You might... Oh. You can get that off there. Be my happy Mother's mom. Day. Mom. 
You know about Brady's Mother's Day gifts that we had to put a stop to? No. He used yeah. to buy her those sexy strawberries dipped in chocolate. Send it to her. Yeah. Bye. Well, that's true. He got a, he got a free gift, and he would send those. Oh, that's yeah. true. He didn't even he didn't he, even he, he been through. Yeah, he he did it to mom. He would send her like a radio swag, basically for Mother's Day. But it was sexy chocolates. She likes. Them. She throws bumper stickers in there too. Well, we yeah, a couple bumper stickers. <laughs> if they had them, I Sometimes from KDKB, just whatever was in the closet, and then like a video game of. You know, Madden 20s. Like, this is two years old. Nah, throw Two or in. three BOGOs in there. Yeah. But we had to show them videos online of what chocolate-covered strawberries were actually for and how it looks like the tip of a thing when a woman eats it. Night mom likes that. Mmm. What'd you get her this year? Uh, flowers. Just set her some flowers. That's nice. Flowers are the gift. That's the one to go with. I don't know if moms actually even like it. They just want to be. They want you to think they, that you well, thought of them. You know, they still like it. They like it, and but I think it's. Say. I think it's more just like, oh, okay, you did something. You could probably send her like you know, Home and Garden magazine, and a card, and like, that's all I wanted to know. Is you were thinking? It's a beautiful thing. Flower. That's nice. Nothing sexy for her to dip down in chocolate and eat in front of Torp while he lays on that recliner. Maybe I will change it up. To get the sexy strawberries? Yeah. You don't get them for free anymore, so it's different. <laughs> Does change it a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Changes quite a bit. <laughs> changes a lot. Uh, Brady, go ahead and report. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Clean Your Room Day. Yeah, Kirby. A couple of baseless fun facts. There's an endangered turtle in Australia called the Mary River Turtle, which has green hair. Some call it like a punk turtle. Cool. Oh, and it can also breathe through its genitals. All right. The Statue of Liberty was originally designed to be a lighthouse for the Suez Canal in Egypt. No kidding. I thought it was a gift for us. Designed and yeah, given to Yeah, those frogs. So, they, yeah, hold on a second. These <laughs> Frenchies tried to give it to someone else first, and then they're like, yeah, hey, we lost it's the contract. It's been sitting there for a while. Give Can it to we? the States. So wait, it was going to go in the Suez Canal and welcome people from one side of the other. Yeah, and I don't know, also, was that what we were going to do originally after we got the gift? Because it sat for a while. It was we like didn't put warehouse. it together. Yeah, We didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Just a bunch of parts. And then we re-gifted them a tinier version. Right. Yeah. Of Statue of Liberty. There's a few Statue of Liberty. <laughs> hey, thank you. Yeah, hey. And it was because we had like a hundred American families living in Paris. They right. thought, we want you to make it feel at home. Pretty funny right. when the French say this. Nice regifting. It's yeah, one of makes a little bit, and it's one of those things where we sent them a completed project and they sent us a puzzle. Yeah, pretty f- rude if you ask me. We made the most of it because we were industrious back then. If France sent us a puzzle now, it would sit in a warehouse for ages. We're not building it. You build it. There were 260 cases featured on unsolved mysteries that have been solved. Over what? 1,300. Episodes. Oh, episodes. 260 oh, out of 1,300? Yep. That's pretty good, I suppose. Would they have solved them without unsolved mysteries is the question. That is a good question. Yeah. We're less than a week away from Mother's Day. If you haven't figured out what you're getting, what we were talking about. Flowers, strawberries. The good news. Hooters. You might be getting some help if you... 
in a new poll, 71% of mothers say they drop hints in conversations to let their partners know what Mother's Day gifts they want. 67% of them will even create a wish list to make it easier. That'd be nice. My mom wouldn't do that. I don't know what, I honestly don't know what I'm... 43% of men say they were planning on to get uh, jewelry. 39% edible gift. Yeah, but don't look at me like that like you were right, because it was what you were getting. 36% said they were thinking <laughs> about clothing yeah. and accessories. An edible gift is, is uh, you know, fruit roll-up panties. It's still not appropriate for mothers. Don't forget the clothing. Yeah, You're never going to pick the right stuff. Doing that. Wrong size, yeah, exactly. wrong style. Take her to dinner. Have a nice Ronnie's evening. getting some... Uh, oh, I can't say. Yeah, you better not. She could be listening. She getting some edible underpants and some chocolate strawberries? All right. Edible gifts. A KUPD shirt. Family size stickers. bottle of Grey Poupon. That's <laughs> mustard. You know. All right. I think you might want that. Yeah. <laughs> Does that have your name etched in the bottle? I think maybe that might be a gift you're getting for yourself. I'm on a subscription. She it re-ups likes Grey Poupon so much she would like a bucket of it? No, oh. she doesn't. <laughs> I'm confused. By, oh, I okay. see what you're saying. Something you were thinking about. I get it. The World Video Game Hall of Fame announced their class of 2023. Inductees. Wii Sports. Wii? W-I-I. I know. That was a complete failure. I had one. The Wii Sports. No, the Wii was fun. For like a year until they reinvented it and made it better on every other platform. Barbie fashion designer. No. The Last of Us. That's a game? Oh, yeah, The Last of Us. Uh, for yeah. some reason, I got confused. Yeah, it came out in 2013. I thought of the uh, sad NBC show, not the good HBO show. There was an NBC no, show No, no, it wasn't called The Last of Us. It was something like that, though. That Bruno Ventimiglia and the big fat lady. It was on NBC. It wasn't the last Kathy of us. Kathy and Jimmy? No, no, no. This was just recently. I mean, she was humongous. One of us or something like that. I wow. forget what it's called. Oh, it was a big deal. It was the saddest show ever. The dude was dead. I thought Lisa watched it all the time. I remember that Yeah, one. it was just a couple years ago. It was just brutal. The last one was the first commercial video game, Computer Space. It came out in 1971. It's a PC game. Oh, what was that called? The whole show was just depressing as hell. Was it on? Was it on like TLC or no, something? No, it was on. It was on NBC. It was like Us or something like that. What the hell was that thing called? Chicks were losing their minds over it, and then you try to watch an episode. It was just all designed to make people cry. Oh damn it! Did you hear I'm about the lose uh, my mind thinking about this. The homeowner in New Jersey had a meteorite blast through their. Roof of the house. This is yeah, us. Yeah. This is us. That's it. Watch That's that it. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, I saw the little meteor went through somebody's roof. Four inches by six inches. And it was still hot when they touched it. And spinning. I don't know about that. But it was still, they said it was warm when they touched it. And it had uh, it was black, like it had been torched because it went through the atmosphere. Which means it made it through. It's pretty big. Yeah, it's huge. It was like cell phone sized in the picture, I think. That was me just guessing. Kind of cool, though. Except for the hole in your roof. They don't get to keep it, right? I don't know. It's a good question. Well, they reported it because they had to for insurance because a rock went flying through there. And I don't know if insurance covers that. 
I was wondering. You have meteor insurance? That's pretty awesome if you do. It's got to be covered. Does it? Unless they rule it as an act of God or something. Well, it is. I mean, that. I mean, if anything, that's a literal. A literally like an act of God. Like that's not anything that could accidentally occur. That's a. Did you hear about this lady, Corey Richens, who lives in uh, Park City, Utah? She wrote a book, uh, basically how to survive uh, your husband passing away. She's three kids. No. She's been arrested for murder. She killed him. Yep. That's going to be a great movie. After work one day, she made him a Moscow mule and uh, jacked it up with fentanyl. Wow. There you go, Netflix. Get to work. That's going to be a good four-parter. Hopefully there's tons of videotape of the family together before she decided to off him. What did they just say that he overdosed on... He was a drug addict and... She said she came home, you know... Made him the drink. They went to bed. One of the kids couldn't get to sleep because having nightmares. So she went over to the kid's room and laid in bed with the kid. And then she woke up about 2 in the morning after the kid was asleep and went back into the bedroom. And that's where she found him cold. Right. But, but not responsive. But was he cold. a drug addict? No. So they, they test for fentanyl. So she would yeah, have had to sell the story yeah. that he took it. Yeah. But then they went back to her um, texting and a couple of chats. She was looking up to get the fentanyl. No, she's trying to find Contact a guy to score it. So she sold to everybody the legacy of her kid's dad was that he was a secret drug user. Had to. It doesn't really say. Well, it would have to. You can't. She's got to assume that they're going to know it was a fentanyl overdose. No, she just that. Said, you know, it's cardiac arrest based. Or yeah, but the doctors out. know. It doesn't matter what yeah. she says. The doctors are just going to go out. Lady, we found uh, that found the body pretty much knows everything that's going on. Our work is done here. They're going to go in and dig around and go, the guy died of a drug overdose. That's why his heart stopped. And it's like, oh, he was a drug addict too, and she sold it. Either way, Netflix has themselves quite a special right there. Oh, yeah. And it's on, uh, what was it, like, this week's National Fentanyl Awareness Week or something like that. I saw that in the news last night. We're supposed to be more aware of it now than ever. Feels I'm like we've been pretty super aware. aware. I'm super aware of it. I'm never going to be around it. I don't want anything to do with it because I'm a normal. Someone posted a picture of a pigeon, and it's gone viral because this pigeon is, like, juiced up. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger of pigeons. Um, here's a picture of it. The leg workout that thing does. They're what like, the what kind of Pokemon figure is that? What is that? It's so slim. <laughs> like a three-inch waist on that thing. No good meat. Does a lot of bench press, though. He's a handicapped pigeon. Got a big chest. Um, Focusing a little too hard on uh, on the decline fly, I think. You can just pour fentanyl in someone's drink and they die. Well, when you put a lethal dose in. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I thought it was water all lethal. soluble. I yeah, I mean, a drop of it was fentanyl lethal. is not good for you, no matter what the lethal right. dose is. But I didn't know you could just put it in someone's beverage. I thought it had to be mixed up into something you were like, I like all. You have to be like putting a, I, I got a drug or something in. Like I don't know you, you can drink it. Right? Yeah, crush it, it up. Round it up. Yeah. Yeah. So it works like strychnine. 
Because cocaine in someone's drink just goes away. It's water-soluble. Like, so and like the effect is up. completely mm-hmm. gone, too? Or it's is not it... going to do anything to you. It's like watered down now. That's my problem, then. I've been doing it for years. And... You just drink a little cocaine? No one's believing you. Your body type says, uh-uh. <laughs> you couldn't get Parkinson's <laughs> yeah, for two days. Yeah, no, your body you type fentanyl? is not going to be confused for that of a regular cocaine user. <laughs> I bet you that guy's on cocaine, and he puts it on his wings. The CEO of AMC says that the prices of uh, candy have gone up so much, they're going to start carrying generic candy. Their prices have gone up. The idea that they, you know, could save some money. What? Great value candy bars now? Well, no, I'm like, the only places candy bars are too expensive is at the movies now. You can't get candy in a movie. It's like $8 for a bag of M&M's. So, small bag. I know. And, and they're saying box. they can't afford this candy. Anymore. Neither could I the whole time. Part of the movie-going experience was ruined by the idea that it was 65 bucks for a Coke and popcorn. Yeah. You can get Hot Tom and Ollie's. They're all generic yeah, candy yeah. names we get they it. come up with. <laughs> Those are Hot Tamales. Tom and Ollie's. Yeah, exactly. Brett's sigh says, you've been working on that all morning. Are you okay? You know why? He hung out with his goddamn kid too yep. long last night. It happened. He gets in those rooms with his kid, and he comes back with Tom and Ollie's. Got anything for goobers, yeah. reasonettes? <laughs> yeah. Goopers. Goopers? Yeah. yeah. See? Are you okay? Yeah. Everything you say after a sentence, you go, precious. Precious. You know, you know. Precious. Like you're making a real weird exhale after everything you say, like you're ashamed of yourself. Last Friday, we had an arrest. Cinco de Mayo, a deputy in Kansas pulled over a car that seemed to be driving erratically. And when he walked up to the driver, saw the guy was wearing a full-body Bud Light can costume. Hard to drive in, though. And the photo that went out with uh, him in the can costume getting the sobriety test. The beer costume had holes for the guy's arms and feet, so he could... Do it, but guys, it's not so easy. You don't have to take off. It wasn't encapsulated in a beer can. He was still trying to drive. He had hands. <laughs> it wasn't like, yeah. yeah. Good. It was a soft can. Right. He could move freely around the can. But the picture of the guy on the highway with the arms Was he out. drunk? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. You have to be to wear it, right? Also transgender? Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, probably. Well, it's kind of hard driving that way. I mean, one hand on the wheel, one hand on a crank. So, <laughs> right, because you know. you're a Bud Light, <laughs> Bud Light can. So you're representing some, according to the lunatics in the world, that fully immersed in the trans community. Now. Officer looked at the guy in the window and said, you know, his eyes are bloodshot, slurring speech. I asked him if he'd been drinking. Do you even really need to go through the process? Guy's dressed as a Bud Light can. I can tell you exactly what's going on. He's not heading to a wedding or going to church or anything. He's drunk. He's dicking around. Here's something delicious. Velveeta is now selling cheese-filled chocolate. They partnered with a gourmet candy company called Compartes. Shelf-stable It's available cheese. online oh. while supplies last. They call it, uh, called it Velveeta chocolate truffles with a V, truffles, because the Velveeta. Each one is shaped <laughs> like a Velveeta shell and cheese pasta, you know, the whole... And uh, they're not cheap. A box of five costs 25 bucks. Jesus. They're filled with the same stuff that comes in boxes of their 
mac and cheese. So, with the cheese sauce. Wait a minute. That powdery stuff? Uh, no, the no, the shells and cheese is the liquid Velveeta. Oh, I'm not familiar. The shells are white chocolate, not milk chocolate. And they use food coloring to make them yellow. Someone tried them. Said and they're more cheesy than chocolatey. And oh. the filling really is Velveeta in all its glory. Compartes.com. So it's like putting M&M's on top of your mac and cheese. Yeah. America. So proud of you. So goddamn proud of you. It is. It's like trail mix with Kraft macaroni cheese or Velveeta cheese. You put, you know, you put sprinkles on there. Jimmy's are now a part of America's mac and cheese world. You know what my cheese is missing? Uh, Loads of M&M's. What is wrong with us? Let's get to some radio videos. The first one. Yeah, you got something going on. (laughs) There's something (laughs) not right today. This guy's got something going on. A little concussion. Okay. He doesn't see the glass door. Oh, all right. And I, I don't think we've done this one before. But, I mean, we've seen plenty of people running. Yeah, no, running into doors it. and windows. This one's pretty fresh. I went home and watched that uh, kids getting attacked by dogs video. It was just so wonderful. You feel down for two seconds, just like this is awesome. A lot of people loved it on our Facebook page. And then Amy down the hall here started to show me sad videos of, uh, of like dog videos. And I was yeah. we, I was sobbing at work yesterday, crying my eyes out up here in the office with Amy and Dom and Watching Sarah McLaughlin videos. Or pretty what? much, no, no, they weren't they weren't like that. They were uh, music videos. Um, one was a guy called, uh, well, the the song by Bastille, Happier. The whole video is about a girl with her dog, and then another one is called, um, oh, what was his name? Uh, Capaldi. Louis Capaldi. Louis Capaldi. And I want you to be happy, I think it's called. And it's just heart-wrenching, like, old yeller-type two-minute videos. I'm sobbing. And she's laughing. It's like, it's emotional warfare. It's like crushing me, crying at work. There's nothing more embarrassing than man your way through the office with tears flying out of your face. I couldn't control myself. Until Susan came around. And Susan came around and goes, let me dry those tears. Why don't you, you know what I don't want to see? Your sad face. Lay down in the carpet, ass up. It's our turn. All right, go ahead. There's a guy your walking ca- through the thing. Your couch is back. Yeah. Ass up, <laughs> yeah. John. Lean over. Put those sad tears into that pillow and quiet down. All right, is the dude just going to run through a window? It looks like it's closed. Hey, he's kind of just walking. I can see it now. Oh! Whoa. Yeah, he's hurting. <laughs> what an idiot. You know what? Good wife, though. Because that is a clean window. Yeah, it is. That is a very clean house. Clean place. He goes face first into that thing and ends it. Wow. All right. Second one was, uh, this happened at the coronation. Not all the horses were uh, behaving. Uh-oh. This backs into the this crowd. backing up, starts mashing. Oh, mashed a bunch of Brits. Did it kick them, too? I, I didn't see any kicking, but oh, it just man. plowed a couple Horse over. just decided to go backwards to a little Cupid while. shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Never seen a horse misbehave in that direction before. 
this next like a one, B or something. They hate B. I guess this guy wanted to show up, uh, show off how much he can smash his nose down. He puts twine up against around his nose, I'm, and then the other twine is on someone else that's pushing or pulling the other direction. I bet you I can match this. You probably pretty, could. Because ma- it, I can push my nose down to nothing. Oh no, he's got a good break in the whoa. middle. There. And then ah, it is. You're pretty close no, you're with close, that twine. But, I bet yeah. you could go down, but you'd be bleeding. That's you doing Kerry Lake. Yeah, <laughs> his face bright red. That's pretty crazy. He's had that nose broken nicely right in the center. See where it snapped. That does not feel good, I guarantee you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I've had my nose broken three times, and I can now disconnect that right there. It's flat. It's flat out real nice. Isn't that cool? Look at that, Brett. <laughs> the last one is a guy. I got to put it back. Who has permission to come aboard the ship? This is a sailing ship. That's a what yacht? I'm what are we it. looking at here? Permission to come it's aboard. Like car- uh, oh, he's it's like, like a cargo ship. He's like Somali. Oh, the ladder breaks in half. He's gone. We lost him. <laughs> he's trying to climb across a ladder like it's a video game. Oh, that is a cheap ladder. Oh man. Those Somali pirates are not going to be the captain today. Oh, he ruined his best overalls, too. That's like ship to ship. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They don't have a plank or like a deck or something? they got to be some crazy yeah, ladder? That's not an easy walking out of the water. And who knows if he got knocked out there, they too. They just left him in there. There's no way they went and got him. Well, those boats squished together. He's done. Those are two huge boats. And they just threw a ladder across. They're going to climb over. Wow, that's pretty bad. All right, Brett. Here we go. All right. Right. I don't like how quiet that he's been. That is being. a very confident yeah, all yeah, right. A, brace we'll yourself. Start off a little, we'll start off mildly. This is the reason I don't go to like state fair oh, or yeah, county fair and stuff like Carnies. that. Carnies. Watching uh, these rides. A ride that's going sideways at the Food City. Oh, it's super going, loop. It's a, it's a super loop and it's going mighty slow. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> that. The yak threw up and then they oh. drove through it. They get to the top of the loop. You see puke come out. And then it lands oh. right on him. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is gross. And that is a lot of volume coming out of that, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, God. Did you see the guy at U-Fest where we were standing in the pit? No. He, he walked by you, and he was bent over like, Sort of puking. Was looking, Look out. All of a It's a good show if somebody's puking and had a good night. Was he Native American? Yes. Oh, come on, guys. I didn't see him. Assumed it, because that's usually when you've had a good show. You see at least one beautiful red body throwing up all over <laughs> itself. And then, almost inevitably, it's like part of Native American pride. Yeah, their yeah. fists go in the air, and you hear, yeah! And they go Slayer! right back to where they were. Yes, Slayer! They're not even here! No, it doesn't it matter. matter. They did it for Slayer. All right, next. Uh, this has got to be a broad driving. Okay, girl driving. Those speed bumps? A couple speed bumps. Mm-hmm. And a uh, gate, so she's going to speed bump through. The gate lifts. It's raining. That's a bad sign. She gasses a little bit, and there's a oh, child. You gotta be kidding what? me! What is hanging out of that? What, what was that? It was stuck in the bottom of the car. Is that a kid? She hit somebody. Is that a Brazilian baby? What? She hit somebody. Oh my! And just God. kept driving. And they were stuck underneath there. So that's Father Dale. She's dragging. And <laughs> no, no, Father it. Dale didn't do that. That and was Bishop O'Brien. Speed bumps that too. is just oh, a dead body God. hanging off the side of the wow. car. Yeah, Father Dale didn't do that. That was Bishop O'Brien's Oh, right. That was the windshield. Get your crooked Catholics right. 
She, that dude's hanging out of the side of the bottom of her car. Uh, and took oh, the speed bumps. Oh, <laughs> he didn't take anything. He was already done. Stuck. <laughs> yeah. That dude wasn't screaming at that point. He was sleeping. I think that ended him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure something else got him. All right, let's and this one. This is a... Uh, We're in a warehouse. There's yeah. one computer. They're opening a rather large garage door. Looks like two... Oh, got it! Oh! oh! The door was not steady! Oh, And a dude stood my. right under where... And it fell on him. It must be a... That's our second decapitation oh, of the morning. One ton Isn't door. Isn't that only two? All right. Oh, Let's see. Wait a minute. <laughs> he can top that. This guy's bringing... Oh! That's it's worse than I get... spine. Broken spine. That is yeah. a dead man. The last thing he needs to worry about is his spine. He needs... Wow. He had confession last... Oh, and the door goes all the way... And that thing man. comes screaming down. Oh, yeah. He's dead. He's not moving. No, he's all done. Well, it mashed him to death. I mean, there's nothing about that body... Like that looked like it absorbed that well. Wow. And he says only one decapitation. Let's see what else. Well, no, out. it's not necessarily a decapitation, but necessary. More, uh, We're at a loading dock. I've been on this uh, very same place containers. during. Uh, oh, 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 he's walking out in a forklift. Guy doesn't see him, and he's under the forklift. He's way under it. Oh, 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 he's still alive. He's still alive. He's been flooding oh, his head. Oh, 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 stop! Oh. Kill him! Run over again! Oh, Run him over! No. Do the right thing! Oh, he extended the leg! Oh. Oh. What's left of the leg? Oh my god! Let's watch it again! No! Watch it! He folds in half in the center from his groin. Is he blind? Well, the forklift driver is on the phone. From his center pelvis to his. What popped off? Is that his groin? It's his groin split. So his pelvis broke directly centered in half from taint to belly button. Is he still on the phone? And also, I think. Let me tell you this. Let me call you back, bro. I think we're looking at his ass. That's what I think we're yeah. looking at. Too. And his stomach, and like his, he spun his middle all the way around. Oh man, when he folds oh. over. Oh, oh Brett. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. Oh. Thank God I didn't eat this morning. We'll just end it with that one. <laughs> you have another one. No, What's well, amazing? One? If you look, <coughs> his tack glasses did not break. No, those were pretty oh. amazing. Neither did that flashlight. But he stretches he his leg back <laughs> out too. He straightens <laughs> oh it. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, when he when he kicks yeah. it out. Back down. It's like. Ugh. Oh, oh man. That one stayed intact. Oh. Oh. There you go. Oh. That was brutal. Oh. Wow. I am up. I didn't know you could, like, fold in half, like, down your breastbone to your pelvis. I know you can fold in half at the hingy parts. Nothing where he folded is hingeable. There's no joint there. That is now. Yeah. He needs the Core Institute today. <laughs> Man, you're not putting Humpty Dumpty back They're going to pass on me. Yeah, they're just going to look and go. We can't. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and move you over to the euthanization section. There's no physical therapy necessary. I did not know you could fold someone that way. I I can't. Tent him and put him down. Yeah, 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 definitely needle up. The fact his upper body's still struggling to be like, hey, I know this isn't right. And then he moves that leg. He still has the power to move Mm -hmm. it. Oh, my God. Be careful at work today, everybody. You don't realize your body can be 
folded in half like a book. And not feet to head either. One foot over the other. That is hard to watch. All right. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. It's 814. Uh, show those videos to mom. Make her a compilation this uh, Sunday and have her realize how lucky she's been her whole life. Oh. I can't move on. Every week, I don't people begging, yeah. send those. Over. I know. You don't want to see this. Yeah, you do want to see it. Everybody wants okay. to see it. Deep down, we all want to see it. You're not going to get it. Uh, and that's your Brady Report. I'm going to go take a bath. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. And it's happened again. I warned you. I said uh, it happens in threes, although this one was just the world searching for it. First, we had the A's announcer say the N-word, yeah. accidental-like, over the weekend. And then uh, the next one was uh, Bob Huggins, the coach of Cincinnati, was on a sports talk show. Or a coach of West Virginia, used to be in Cincinnati, on a talk show in Cincinnati. And he said uh, Christian homo F-words twice. Catholic. Catholic, you're right. Catholic homo F-words. He said the homo F-word two times. He's suspended. And now, because... Every time you get two, people start searching. Like they want to be the, you know, the Dick Tracy of this thing. They got another guy. And I like this particular person quite a bit. John Anderson is the last remaining interesting character on ESPN. I don't mind Scott Van Pelt, but he's still not interesting. He's just good at what he does as far as broadcast. I don't find him funny. John Anderson is kind of funny. He used to, he was part of the old sports center when Kilborn and Patrick, and he was one of the newbies that came up and he kind of survived it all. Also, Helped out hosting on the show Wipeout for a little while, if you remember right. Uh, but listen to how they're trying to get him. Uh, during the Golden Knights game, he was doing highlights on ESPN, uh, and he said uh, uh, something about a guy named Zach Whitecloud who plays for the Golden Knights. And he said, Zach Whitecloud uh, is a great name if you're a toilet paper. You know, making a joke about Whitecloud sounding like the brand of a toilet paper. Yeah. Not hilarious. But, you know, you're, you're trying to pass the time with some frivolity and something as shallow and silly as sports anyway. So White Cloud gets it, and then, the, of course, Twitter gets furious, and, uh, and Anderson issued an apology. And the apology was that what he said was offensive to the entire Sioux Valley Dakota Nation heritage, because uh, Zach White Cloud's the first from that nation to play in the NHL. And he said, I should have been more aware of the player's background. I've reached out to the Golden Knights personally to apologize to Zach Whitecloud. Uh, it's on me. I sincerely apologize to their fans and everyone for what I said. It's my job to be prepared and know the background of the players. I blew it. I'm reaching out to the team. I hope to have the opportunity to speak to Zach as well. Is this really that bad? He's done. White Cloud. Sounds like a toilet paper to me. Yeah. Maybe it's... A, so now we lose our jobs over like, all right, swinging a miss joke that wasn't really even harmful? Or funny. Right. Had he said... I mean, if that's the case, Brady should have been fired a thousand times yesterday. <laughs> if going for the easy laugh on White Cloud, the toilet paper name, is enough to make you have to apologize to an entire nation of Sioux Indians... We should all just zip it. The power of speech is gone. Had he said, there's Zach White, White Cloud. That's a stupid Indian name. That sounds like toilet paper to me. 
Then you're like, Jesus, that was sort of mean. That's something there. That's not really nice to say. You can buy White Cloud Ultra Soft and Strong right now on Amazon for $26.99. It's a real thing. That was my next point. White Cloud is actually a toilet paper. <laughs> Do they have to apologize to the entire Sioux Nation? They have to change the name. <laughs> Probably. Because it's now a W word. Don't say White Cloud. That makes the Sioux unhappy. We got to we gotta calm the F down. You know, I used to be known as Holmberger Helper. That didn't mean that the person joking with me uh, hated all Swedes or thought I had three fingers. It doesn't, uh, you know. Hey, Holmberger. All right, hilarious. All I knew from somebody said that was, okay, there's the, there's the least creative kid in class. Okay. Holmberger Helper, when you need a helping dick. <laughs> like, all right. I don't have to apologize to an entire nation of Indians, though. I get it. And then you just said, hey, f*** your mom. And then they'd be quiet for a little while. <laughs> Jesus, John Anderson's going to get bounced for calling somebody white cloud toilet paper when white cloud toilet paper actually exists. Thank God that uh, Louise Spickenspan didn't score a goal the other day. <laughs> be the end of everybody. Couldn't even mention that the dude scored it. You'd have to apologize to all of Mexico, every house cleaner, everything. Again, Spick and Span is still on the shelves. Not a soul. I've been calling for this for 30 years now. How is that still a product in this sensitive-ass time? <laughs> Nips crackers. Walk by them every time and laugh. <laughs> I still do. Still up there. <laughs> nips. They're delicious. Love me some nips. Get a big mouthful of them. Spick and Span. I don't even know that I could ask for somebody. If, like, Do you know where this... Uh, Probably close to the pine saw. But where's the pine saw? Are you looking for the... Nope, not me. I'm against it. Are you looking for the... Don't say it. And... No. Because he's right here. No, don't do that. That's your Ebolita. Don't point at her and say that. Anyway, to the White Cloud family, uh, grow a set. Jesus, you're a professional hockey player. Somebody called your last name a toilet paper brand because it is one. You have to apologize to an entire group of, like a reservation? Who got mad at that? Find me one person. Yeah, Whitey. That's exactly Mm -hmm. it. That's why I hate white people the most. It's they're just annoying about like trying to fix all this political correct nonsense. Big deal. White cloud. Hilarious. Not hilarious. Find it funny. Turn it. Do whatever. But it's just not that big a deal. I think it was an end around strategy move by uh, Charmin to try to put no. white cloud out of business. <laughs> but doesn't it just make white cloud more popular? Yeah. It's backfiring. Yeah. I didn't even know it was toilet paper for Indians. I thought it was for all of us. Now I'm confused. I can't use white cloud. If I have that in my house, I look racist. So go home and go through all your shelves. Get rid of the white cloud. Get rid of the spick and span. Get rid of the nips. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> I was in Australia in 2001, I think. 2000. No, it was 2001. And it was uh, two years removed from the Columbine incident in Colorado. Well, I didn't even know what Columbine was. And I went through their candy aisle and saw Columbine mints. Big bags of them. And the guy next to me is standing there, and, he, and I'm looking. I'm like, whoa. And I said to the my, oh, not wife yet at the time, but the girl I was with. And I pointed. I'm like, can you believe this? This is a thing? And the guy looks, and he goes, mate, that's nothing. 
And I said, what? And he goes, look at this. And it's Columbine. That's an American thing. You know, it's a flower, right? I'm like, I didn't know that. I didn't know what the school's named after. But, you know, I see the word Columbine, and I think of kids hanging out of windows with blood pouring off of them. He said, yeah, look at this one over here. This is the one I can't believe still exists. Blue gum. And it's a, <laughs> it was called blue gum candy. And it's not gum. We got these all over. We got blue gum restaurant. We got all the people throw that one about. I'm waiting for that to close down. Like, you're right. I say, eh, no big deal. People get over it. I'm like, that's why I like Australia better. <laughs> when I was in England, Crazy. one of the guys had a sore throat. And he's like, try, try these over here on this aisle, aisle three. And they're black licorice lozenges. Yes. Oh, boy. Negroids. No, oh, yeah, I've seen those. I've seen pictures of those. People have sent me those. <laughs> I wouldn't carry a pocket of those. That's right on your throat. <laughs> yeah. Age used to be a cough drop. Or no. It was, it was, uh, diet pill. Diet pill, that's yeah. right. Edible you get AIDS. Well, well yeah, weight. you yeah. definitely yeah, lose yeah, a lot of weight. weight with AIDS. But they were smart enough to change that one. Diet too. chewable. Yeah, you chew this stuff and it would like force your stomach into a like knot. Little caramels. <laughs> Feeling a little chubby? Try AIDS. It's like it's a real commercial. But white cloud toilet paper is a thing. So saying that Zach Whitecloud's name sounds like a toilet paper isn't like a reach. It's actually a real thing. So don't be surprised if Whitecloud has to apologize. And this goes down some weird domino aisle of upset white housewives that think everything has to be retroactively fixed. It's time we just all stop talking. That's enough. Eventually you're going to step in it. You need to be more like me and just say, yep, I say terrible things. All the time. And quit acting so self-righteous like you don't even think stuff. I say horrible things a lot. As much as I can, actually. Go out of my way occasionally to say something really bad. That way, it's not surprising if I do it. But if I told you that I don't do that, or, oh, I would never think these things. That's a terrible, what an awful deal. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, welcome, the whoops i just said a horrible i meant to say friends instead i used a racial slur oh my god be like, that'll happen holmberg does that he was a famous chief and then the next day you roll out dressed as a woman like i said john anderson needs to go on espn today dressed up like a girl and say i've been struggling with my gender nobody's gonna fire you after that you can say anything you want you show up in a dress the next day everybody's like ooh. Uh oh, this is a fish I'm not frying. John Anderson, you just have to do your job at ESPN for a little while with lipstick, a bad wig, and a dress on. You'll look like the Queen of England for a little while, and people will forgive you. It's the golden ticket to getting out of trouble nowadays. No more apologies. Show up dressed as a woman. Start crying, whip up some phony crocodile tears, and say, I just can't go on. I'm not a man, and my mind is not working properly, and now I feel like the true me is out. They can't fire you. And you'll still be better at your job than Linda Cohn ever was. So this is perfect. <laughs> perfect. I do believe we have tickets to give away to the Chili Peppers. Is that still a thing? Sure. Yeah, we'll throw yeah, some Chili is. Peppers in there. We're going to give is. you guys a chance to win some Chili Peppers tickets for Mother's Day. That's coming up in a little bit. We'll do that next. To all you white clouds out there, wash your ass. There's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. The time's going too fast, and there's too many weird things happening in the world. We can't... The game I tried... I want to play... It's Chris Berman's birthday, for God's sakes. We flew him all the way in here, sitting in the parking lot. We're going to have Chris Berman's 
things ESPN will probably apologize for later on down the road. White Cloud is something you got to apologize for. Uh, Zach White Cloud of the Golden Knights actually issued a statement, too, that said, hopefully this is a learning lesson for all of you. What? I didn't know it was offensive to say White Cloud, say toilet paper. It's a company. I don't want to do an offensive uh, names of things game with the, uh, but it's too late now. We're running no, too late. So guess what we'll do? Fired. That's right. I just don't <laughs> want Brett to get canned for laughing too hard at uh, McVitie's Finger Marie's, <laughs> which is a real product. Never heard of that before. You can they uh, make uh, crackers. And you know about that? McVitie's. Yeah, that's it. I never knew anything about McVitie's, but there's a one of their products is called the Finger Marie. <laughs> Give me one of those. Finger Marie. Yeesh. Yeah. One of the uh, IKEA products that they have is called the fartful. It's a Swedish word, but it's a... There's another one that's a creatine-based powder drink called Cream Ass. Uh, (laughs) There's a peanut butter toffee peanut called Mother F-O-K-E-R. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a brand of peanuts you want. And then, of course, Nads is on there. The easy ones are on there as well. Nads is still around, isn't it? The hair removal I thing? I think so. Yeah. Ladies' uh, hair the removal. Goop. The Nads. <laughs> Real blokes use Nads. <laughs> Put it on your legs today. Yeah, there's just bad product names all the way around. I want to do a game with Chris Perman. There's a lot of them, but they'll apologize. Yeesh. They show those women using Nads. That's a tough one. Look at that hair. There's a hairy dude on me. Anyway, you're using that. But Chris can't come in. White cloud. So let's just go ninth caller for mom. Take mom over to the Chili Peppers. Brett's going to answer nine nine calls. His God face just damn it. Why don't we just do caller one? <laughs> no, no. Maybe caller two. number nine. Call I'll work for two. Make them work. 585-9800. Make them work. Caller number nine. Son of a... Number nine. Nine! It's the one you need right there, and we'll get that. We'll have Berman in on the squares or something for his birthday, but that was going to be fun. Started to work through all those little terrible names, and well, there's a few of them you can't even talk about. Like, there's a couple of them, like, the mother effer peanuts is bad, but... Uh, Where's that available? There's. Uh, listen to this. Now, here's the one I was showing Brad. This is when I realized, ooh, this could be trouble. Uh, obviously, Eskimo pie is no good anymore. Uh, you can't have that. Uh, then you got... Uh, where the heck was it? Well, that's a wrong thing. Uh, it's just uh, brands that just didn't have. What did you say? What was what? Oh, uh, Audi's White Power. Jesus. They had something there for a little while called the White Powder. Uh, for a while, IHOP would uh, offer you whites only eggs. <laughs> they had to change that up. There's one called. Uh, I don't know if I can say it. I'm pretty sure I can't. I'm trying to work my way around this. Uh, well, there's midget pickles. They still have the sweet midgets, classic sweet midgets. And then, uh, yeah, I can't say that one. Not in the States. That's got to be over. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, I can't say that one. I can't say that one. These are offensive. Uh, no, man, I, I want to try to say it. I want to try to work around this one because it's just hilarious. But it's like a lubricant, uh, and it's called... Uh, I don't know. Just show it to me. Blanca goo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you can't. The other one is like, God, boy, it's tough for me to even get through these. 
Uh, uh, can't say that one. <laughs> this is hard. Blanket goo's a good one, though. That's a product Brett said he wanted to use. Uh, and that's be- lubricant? Beso de Negra. Uh, Dixie Beer was one on there. Um, Uncle Ben, obviously, is a problem. I've got, I've got a Dixie Beer can. Do you? Yeah. Was it a horrifying racist can? No. Is it just because they're... It's from the South. Oh, yeah, it's or Dixie. Something? You can't say Dixie anymore. That's why it's just the chicks now. You can't say Dixie chicks, even. I can't find the one accidentally racist product names. Might be it. Oh, the Mulatte. See, <laughs> <laughs> this is what Brett, Brett couldn't play along with. Beaners. I've been good so far. There's a store called Beaners Coffee. Uh, Audi's White Power. Uh, I'm sorry, it's called. Uh, mm, uh, it was a company called. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I can't. Mm. It's a lubricant, but it wasn't. It's Jigaloo is what it was. <laughs> yeah, there's the can. Okay. Brett, see, I, I don't think I'm like, this one is not a thing anybody can say. Uh, uh, it's. Uh, Do it. No, no, this is, this is bad. It's an actual product. It's an oil. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. It's not doing it. It's, uh, it's the N word. Oh. With A Z at the end instead of like, it's not hard R and it's not A S. It's gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't say it out loud, boys. Quiet her down. What kind of product? It's an oil, and also somehow or another, it's an, another name for a drug. Uh, here's another one that's uh, it's log home care maintenance. So if you've got a log home, <laughs> in order to keep your log home in order. Uh, it's the largest manufacturer of log home sealants, wood stains, and chinking, and it's called uh, permachink. <laughs> I'm turning my mic back off. Uh, here's one that they thought would be a good idea as well. It's better we didn't play the game. Um, it's a, a black Barbie doll that, for some reason or another, they partnered with the folks from Oreo. And she's she's called the Oreo Barbie. She's known. I'm not kidding. That's a real thing. She's oh, known. Man, it is. There's a Barbie that loved the Oreos. And, uh, yeah. Target for a while was selling something called the Black Kids Computer Desk. I don't know why that's a thing. But yeah. So no idea. The maybe the game was a better. Yeah. The term. What? Well, the chinking. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's part of log. Evidently, Astromeric sealant material yeah. that is coarse sanded surface. Yeah, it's evidently a name. Designed to look like old-fashioned mortar. Right, it's the so stuff it's between the, the wood. like the grout in of between a, the wood. Of a, wood. of a log cabin. That's a terrible slur. So, yeah, it's probably best that Chris Berman stayed down there. It, uh, I just wanted to come in and let everybody know that I was in the parking lot, and I do want to issue an apology to all. Log cabin homeowners, I think it's really wrong that you've you've been disparaged by the permachink that is all over your house. It's not your fault. <laughs> and what I've always said is, you know, once your log cabin is done, it's going to be forever, and that's thanks to permachink. You can't have it. It's a real thing. Words. What are words for? Oh, and no one listens to anybody at words for. 
But you know what? Happy birthday to me, and uh, apologies from all of us at ESPN for white club toilet paper and our friends at Permaching bringing you the next half hour sports center. Yep, yep. We'll see you later, boys. Yeah, so that's the game we almost were going to play. But now that I think about it, in hindsight, your laugh and uh, thrill <laughs> with each guess would have been horrifying. Plus, trying to let the listeners guess what that was uh, would have been a bad idea. Just keep your eyes open when you go by the shelves. But again, on none of the lists, spick and span. Yeah, guy says KTM dirt bike suspension used to be called white power. Now they're just WP. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's just, what do we think we're getting away with on those? That's like... Oh, yeah, sorry. White power is bad. We'll just call it WP from here on out. Well, that's, we know what that was. Doesn't make it better. But, and AIDS. AIDS is the thing that, you know, they didn't know, though. The, the fair, in fairness to the folks at AIDS, their weight loss drug, how were they supposed to know that that was going to take off the way it did? It was one or the other. There's a company that sticks with it, ISIS. And I don't know what they do, but I drive by their building all the time. It's ISIS. I'm like, you guys have got to. Put a Y in that or something. They're never going to forget it. No, no. You 9-11 and ISIS to whatever you do. I don't know what you do, but I know where you are. We got a rock wars coming up a little bit. We'll find out what the topic is next. Watch your mouth. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. The Offspring are coming to town, everybody. You can go see them. I think Sum 41 is on that as well. And they're quitting. So I don't know if they're going to make it all the way through, but Offspring's going to be here with Simple Plan and Sum 41 in August. If you want to grab your tickets, that ought to be pretty darn fun. They were good at our U-Fest a few years ago. We were at that beer fest. Maybe that's why. Yeah, it was beer fest. Because by the end of the night, I was having a great time. That was a good beer fest. Like that was, We had a good setup that time. Dangerously... Uh, silly, though. By the end of it, everybody was staggering around a little bit, screaming, I love the offspring! But that was fun. So they're going to be here in August. You can go see them. Brad, I do believe you won last week, correct? Didn't you? No. Didn't won me. It's me. It's you. Yes! Oh, yes. I forgot. Do you have Let's a topic? this week. <laughs> I do have a topic. Did you Bring just think in. of it again? Um, like minutes ago? Is it anything having to do with inappropriate... Like it, has, it has something to do with something inappropriate. All right, but it's sure. not, not inappropriate names of a company. It's a song that the network or wherever it happens with all these things that you had the uh, sports commentator. Right, the N-word guy for the yeah, A's. Yeah, once that happens on the air, they go right to this song. Oh, and it it's plays. the, the N-word. Something horrible's yeah. been Uh-oh. said. Yeah, it's, it's a the, song. The new technical difficulties for racial slurs. I kind of like this, Brady. Yeah. So there's a racial slur being used. And instead, of, you know how when they used to hit the thing and the, the technical difficulties would right. happen, it would go right to like, you know, a guy mopping. So we have a song that yeah. fits that. So it jumps right into it. It's the delay button. It's the button that the producer or the director hits that goes, oops, our announcer just said the N-word. And then it just goes, do-do-do-do-do, like, you know. Yeah. Or in our mess, a- we've got technical difficulties. All right. Or they're on camera, and it's right. like the, the Sandman comes in and just takes them right. off the end. It's the thing that makes it so they have to go, and a song that makes you know, you've said your last words on uh, broadcast television or radio. I like that. That's not bad. The Sandman song starts to let you know, there ain't no coming back from this one. The White Cloud thing from John Anderson, not so much. Bob Huggins, he's done. Uh, said the homo F word twice in a radio interview, and then the dude for the 
Clint uh, Kuyper for uh, the A's. He's done. For not saying Negro League Museum. Whoops. Big oopsies. All right. All right. I like that. All right. If you've got a suggestion, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936 what you think we could play as the song that just lets you know, like the Tom Brenneman theme song. Is Like he's the king of it all. The word just came out. We're going right to this song while we clean up the booth and we'll bring back a new booth in a second. Perfect. All right. Uh, you help us out with those. You can even call 585-9800 if you want to give us your suggestion. Rock Wars coming up next. It's out of control now. It's time for this week's Battle of Musical Supremacy. It's Wednesday. It's 935. That means it's Rock Wars. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Mo Money Pawn. Shorter long-term collateral loans. From $10 to over $100,000. No credit needed. Top dollar paid. The entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com on 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, it is the topic Brady's chosen. The week seems to be going uh, poorly for all sports broadcasters and broadcasters in general. Uh, of course, you had the A's broadcaster say the N-word accidentally when he meant to say Negro League Museum. Whoops. And then he had uh, you got Bob Huggins, who the head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers basketball team, said the homo F word twice, lumped in some Catholics with it, then made fun of trans people on a radio interview. West Virginia just announced this morning, we're going to dock him a million dollars. But we're hanging on to him. He's a good coach. And he's not wrong about Xavier. So they threw that out there. And then, of course, uh, yesterday, John Anderson on, uh, on SportsCenter, uh, doing highlights of the Golden Knights game, made fun of Zach uh, Whitecloud's last name by saying it's a good name for a toilet paper. Uh, and then evidently that offended every Sioux Nation Indian ever. So they had to issue apologies, and John Anderson is now going to have to sit on the bench for a little while, think about what he's done wrong. So Brady came up with the topic of what happens uh, like to the live broadcast. Like, there's more people involved than just the broadcast. you got to do something to cut that off. And a lot of times when there's technical difficulties, boom! You cut to a different screen, a little song plays, and it's like, whoops. Gabo the Clown comes out and starts dancing and mopping. Something's not right. We'll be right back. What's the new song that lets you know? He just said something that's good. he's fired for. It's, it's Racist City. Something terrible just happened. It's not technical difficulties, but let's clear the booth. We'll get a couple of new broadcasters in there, and we'll start the fourth inning over. Who would you like to go first? Brady. Kick it off, Johnny. You want me to go first? Now, mine is just... Mine's soft and sweet. Now, I was going to do a couple other ones that were some hard-ass <laughs> doing some mean stuff. Pie pitting. So, yeah, you got that going on. But I decided, you know what? Uh, I have to live on what I think happens as far as uh, the way I feel. Like, John Anderson didn't mean anything by his white cloud comment. So, uh, my situation is we just clear the room for that day. And Big Bird comes on and makes everybody feel good and says, everyone if makes mistakes. Make mistake, you shouldn't start to cry. Mistakes are not so bad and here is why. Oh, everyone makes mistakes, so yes, they do. Yeah, and that also Your reminds you, the viewer, not to get too upset because we're all going to eventually yeah. say something people, terrible. People, small people, matter of fact, all people. But this everyone will kind of lighten the idea that the A's announcer just said on the air. Tell me more about this, Big Bird. If you make a mistake while counting up to ten. There you go. See? Nice. If you make a mistake while counting up to ten, and instead of seven, you say, then uh, just know everyone makes mistakes. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. No, what was what? I, oh, I said the N word instead of seven. You're right. All right, Brett. All right, I'm going the other way. I'm, I agree with like Gilbert Godfrey saying, "Don't ever apologize." Yeah, don't ever apologize. Screw that. So I'm going. I'm going to stick with this morning. I'm going to go with a little terror. Oh. You're caught. He's you're caught. <laughs> gotcha. Comfort psyching rock for tonight at the Nile. You're effing caught. Let's not give it up. That is what would play to appease the poor language that just was said on the air. Damn right. You're f***ing caught. How dare you say terrible words on broadcast. Don't apologize. caught. There you go. All right, so there you go. Brady? I got, I'm going to write down what I think Brady did. All right. Hold on. Before you go. Everybody... Everybody entering a FanDuel guess? No, yeah, we should all enter a FanDuel. First, uh, the winner gets 100 bucks. <laughs> no, I don't well, think. The leader already knows. I know, but you guys yeah, you can do it. Write down your answer. No, I... Write them down, boys. Top five answers on the board. I can't think of anything. I am at a floor. loss. <laughs> totally at a loss. I'll give you a hint. I, um, ah, I went... I don't know hints. Old down. school. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has another one right off the oh, bat. Yeah, I got a couple of them ready to go. Start to explain yourself. All right. Well, it's it's pretty simple. When something like this happens, you just hit this song and Man, it explains everything for the network, for the especially for the sportscaster or whoever did it. Yep. That just plays and it's it's upbeat, but it's explaining what needs to be happening for these folks. Huh? It explains the kind of help that they oh, need. Gotcha. Oh, help, see. Beatles. Oh, wow. No, I didn't help. tell. Oh, that, all right, I'm out on that I, one. I couldn't read his writing. I thought he went, hello, goodbye. <laughs> his his four-letter word of help was confused as hello, goodbye. His, yeah. his writing so bad that four letters turned into 12. What if you could do no. that? And a commercial. <laughs> you have been, jeez. Early Toledo. Hello, today. goodbye. I yeah. mean. Four letters. Help. Maybe you should have said hello, goodbye. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> Can I see the note that Brady wrote? Yeah. It does say help. It says help pretty clearly. Help Beatles, it says. Hey, Brady Toledo. I wrote down whoops. I did it again because I thought for sure you were going that route. That's old school to you? No, but then when he said old school, I was like, oh, that's not old school. This is old school. All right, help. By the Beatles. There you go. All right. Let's find out who wins. Will it be terror? You're caught. Don't apologize. Will it be my yeah, my song, uh, Big Bird, Everyone Makes Mistakes, or will it be help by the Beatles? The rock fans are going to come screaming one direction. Oh, yeah. Hopefully people with nostalgia in their hearts will head towards the bird. <laughs> Plus the big bird, you know, usually it's just a finger. Anyway, uh, it's 942. Who will win? You can help us. Uh, 585-9800, determine a winner next. Uh, you can text 97936, the word wars, or you can just email me, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. We will find out who the winner is next. It's 98kupd. Rock Wars. Guess something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Got a job to do, you sons of bitches. Back to your stations. Everybody's just wandering around. <laughs> Me included. Bathroom. Oh, <laughs> it's like that weird thing when they let the inmates walk the yard for a second. They're just kind of wandering around. Oh, Jesus, we got stuff. All right, Rock Wars is upon us, and uh, the votes are flying in. 
uh, Brady's topic this week, which was basically a song that interrupts the broadcast when one of the broadcasters uh, slurs. It's happening an awful lot lately. So when a, when a, the way a station can protect it, like what should have happened to Brenneman, one of these songs should have popped on once he said, that guy's the, the mayor of city. Welcome back to Reds baseball. Me and the Cowboys. Wait a minute. Did that go on the air? I'm a man of faith. I don't say words like that. Oh, Tom. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. So Reds up 4 nothing. Speaking of 4, 2 f- nuts equals 4. It's uh, sad. So they should have had a little song, and we all picked a song that would interrupt the goof, the slur, that pops on the TV and says, uh, we're going to clear out the booth. Brett chose... Uh, Terror, you're caught. Don't apologize. Uh, Brady chose help by the Beatles. And I chose Big Bird, everyone makes mistakes. I'll give the phone number out now because it could come down to last call. 585-9800. This, uh, uh, it tells you what, the emails. says, pop, pop, and the Beatles win. Sorry, John, but Big Bird should have gone down with a challenger in 86. How dare you? (laughs) Who wishes Big Bird dead in a 1986 space shuttle incident? No one. Parkinson's, Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, Parkinson's on you. Parkinson's, JM. Uh, this one says, for the Chancellor's win. No other words are needed. God damn, if we don't need a little Sesame Street and Big Bird and our chaotic, screwed up lives. Uh, wait, it's not being played because of me. I didn't do anything wrong. Did I do something? Well, if you hear Big Bird in the back of your head saying everybody makes mistakes, it's you. Uh, this one says, uh, you forgot about uh, yesterday, despite his apology, and John Anderson uh, didn't. What? Tell Brady the coronation was this past weekend, and America is awesome. I want to hear about that. I don't want to hear Big Bird, and I don't want to hear the Beatles. This native's vote goes to Brett and Terror. Yes. Oh, that's why it was kind of a convoluted beginning. I get it. He was a little drunk. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, Ty says, well, John, I got to go with the Dirty Dago on this one. I think that's uh, you, Brett. Sometimes he just makes sense. Never, ever apologize for being yourself. John, you should scream your own phrase. What the F is going on? Do it as Morgan Freeman for me, because freedom of speech went out the door a long time ago. You're still free to say it, just not broadcast it. That's the repercussions of saying the N-word on uh, yeah, I don't think radio or television. It's not necessarily a constitutional violation, but you're certainly not going to come back to work the same. This one says, yeah, I said it. I want to vote for Brady so bad because I love to hear him struggle to explain his topic at week in and week out. But I never vote for a Beatles song. Also, Big Bird creeps me out. So this week I'm going for the Greasy Dago. Wow, you got a bunch of new nicknames. Wow. All kind of themed. I'll take them. Uh, this one says, I don't particularly care for uh, uh, the songs uh, between you and Brett, but you two can flip a coin for my vote. Hope it lands on Brett. As long as nose whistling Cult of Pop Pop doesn't get the win, I'm happy. Cult of Pop Pop. <laughs> this is where I normally insult Brady, but I feel like the Alzheimer's is doing it for me. Damn. <laughs> Parkinson's, Parkinson's. I got to say, it would be pretty hilarious to see Big Bird pop up on a screen of the radio right after an adult said something horribly racist. So, John, you got my vote, because I'd know. Uh, Bert's right. Never apologize. Joel said, uh, thank you, Tom Bredeman. Setting records and standards for the entire broadcast community. Look what he's started. <laughs> it's true. Ever since Bredeman, there's been a whole bunch of dudes who have slurred out of, out of jobs. He's a pioneer. He is a pioneer. He's a pioneer. <laughs> That's what I always say. He wasn't even on the air. I basically took it in the ass first, like a f- would. Oh, Tom, he's never <laughs> learned his lesson. Uh, I got the boss on this one. Brett, you're close second, and Terror rules. 
Uh, John, sorry, screw Sesame Street. It messed my life up more than it helped. Wow. <laughs> it did? There's a lot of refreshing. What there. were you doing during Sesame Street? Man. Was that the time mom used to break out that special glass smoke? <laughs> you just watch Sesame Street, and I'll do something my own. Anyway, uh, there's a Brady we know and we cherish, John. He's actually had a decent idea for the topic. But the song, Jesus Christ. The song he picked was actually dementia riddled brain song. What happened? Good topic means can't have good song. John, Big Bird, really? I did a Bert drone as soon as you said it. No pick for you this week. Great pick by Bert. I think No Apologies by Nirvana would have made a little more sense for the listeners. But uh, you're the only one who took it seriously this week, so you're getting my pick, Kyle. Uh, Brett won. The emails, 11 to 7 to 3 over me and then Brady. So congratulations there. Thank you. How's he doing on Facebook and the rest of them? 56% going to Brett right now on text. Didn't Damn it. Do, didn't do Facebook. Pandering. Only got four categories. Pandering. All right. Pick a number between one and four, Brady. <laughs> Quick. Two. Two is Brady's choice. Two what is, is it? the final call. Final call yes! will decide it all. 585-9800. Brett, pick that line up and let's find out who wins this week's Rock Wars with one vote. Chad, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Chad, you're the, you're the only one that matters this week. Make a good decision, sir. Go. I'm tell you what, Chancellor. I think everybody needs to take a little bit of Big Bird's advice in this world. So I'm voting for you. Goddamn right, the Big Bird wins. I love it. Oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, choose Big Bird. Everyone makes mistakes. And how funny would it be? If you heard See, the... you're part of the problem. No. You're just being a pussy. Brad, it's not <laughs> being a pussy. Pussifying America. Think of how I funny. How it is. You and I are watching <laughs> you and I are watching a Sox game. Yeah. You know, and Hawk Harrelson goes, Well, the big problem there is he's a <laughs> and then you hear everyone makes mistakes and Big Bird got we die laughing. Like, oh, he said it, he said it. No. You have a couple of uh, beers out of the bone. You know what? Big Bird's right. <laughs> big Bird is right. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. And if this becomes synonymous with the homo F word or the N word, it's even it's just hilarious in a thousand directions. Uh-oh. There's Big Bird. Somebody said the N word. <laughs> if Big Bird showed up every time someone said the N word when they're not supposed to, oh, my God, he'd be walking all over the place. Who said it? All right. uh, who, said who said it? Big Bird just opens the door and comes in your office like, oh, no, who's getting fired? Did Wintermeyer say it? Wintermeyer, Wintermeyer said it again, didn't he? I don't know if you planned it this way, but the person he's talking to at the beginning of the song is Captain Vegetable. Is he in a chair? I Captain Vegetable. Well, I'll feel better about it if he is. A really special vegetable superhero. He's behind a table, so I can't see right now. He's probably handicapped. (laughs) Captain Vegetable is one of our least favorite Marvel characters. I'm Captain Vegetable. Oh, good. What are you doing? What are your superpowers? Let's roll. Oh. Follow him to wherever he wants to go. He has to use all the ramps to get... He has to use ramps to fly. He gets... <laughs> he gets You're start. not ADA compliant. So he's, he's singing. Yeah, that's what he's fighting. Bumps. I gotta get rid of all these bumps. <laughs> he just communicates with his bumps. eyes. Yeah. What's the deal with all the bumps outside and stairs? Stairs are the enemy. Captain Vegetables fight against <laughs> stairs. I'm going to look at my computer and make it shoot down these stairs and build a nice flat ramp. Smooth surfaces for like all. The, the silver surfer. Yeah. He just does a ramp everywhere. He just throws ramps behind him over stairs. Stairs are the enemy. 
Down, 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 and forward. Down? Yeah, well, you can't go up. Vegetable. Anyway, he's singing a Captain Vegetable or whatever his name is. It's Captain Vegetable? Captain oh, Vegetable. He's ranking. Wow. The veg, doesn't matter. It's not like what? private. What? Captain, sergeant. <laughs> private vegetable. You know, whatever, it doesn't Captain matter. Captain Vegetable. <laughs> Still yeah, a vegetable. He can't Pri- do anything. Hey, kids, <laughs> private vegetable is in your mom's drawer. <laughs> All right, here you go. It's Big Bird, everybody. Flat tires. It's Captain Vegetable and him singing about it. Everybody uh, makes Captain mistakes. Captain Vegetable, it's really not that bad. <laughs> Listen. It's out of control now. 98. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. 98. N-word. You know what the N-word is? It's, no, no, no. It's the nuclear word. <laughs> that end it never with something gets good. Old. No, that one never gets old. <laughs> that one never gets old. Because he just didn't realize what he was doing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop yelling that. <laughs> Those hillbillies are like, yeah, I know it. I know what he's talking about. And don't you Woo-hoo! apologize for that. Finally! <laughs> and then, of course... The legendary not mistake that sounded like a mistake. Final contest of the day here on The Price is Right. Nicole Slipner. Oh, yeah. Wow. How in the world? Oh, I guess see if she's friends with me on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, I requested asked, her friend. Asked Nicole to be friends with you. I forgot. DM me. Nicole uh, Slap Nick Her. <laughs> is that what you heard? That's her real name. Okay. We looked her up. It just can't be said on television. No, it's not what you think it is. It yeah. sounds. Contestant of the day here on The Price is Right. Nicole Slipner. I mean, the Big Bird wasn't going to pop out at any time on TV. That's the one. Everyone makes mistakes and so do you. Yeah, we were just realizing as adults, because we haven't really paid attention to Big Bird, how twinkie Big Bird is. I never thought, I never yeah. knew that. It's basically like a super huge gay SpongeBob. Man. <coughs> SpongeBob's pretty gay too. <laughs> Boy, you're telling me SpongeBob's a huge <laughs> and absorbent. Uh, it is uh, time now for the entertainment drill. I'm happy I won. Congratulations! Well, <clears throat> Brady had a recital last night. Every win I take home, I dodge another one of those. We'll get a good topic next yeah. week. Yeah, this one wasn't bad. This is a good topic. I just him this time. turned on him yeah, with that terrible on. song choice. He can't win his own topics. <laughs> Panderer, but. <laughs> No, he didn't yeah, win, though. He pandered all yeah, he wanted with Terror. Terror's pretty win. good pandering. That's all I got today. Yeah, you don't have much of a fight. <laughs> Solid topic, though. Brady, Brady usually is just horrible at that. That's a pretty good one. Uh, it is time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, they've got their seminars coming up July. Before you know it, uh, they have another one for a uh, female. I think that one's the female self-defense or the rape prevention. It's, for some reason, my mind's going both, both directions. The one I always call... Rape class is really rape prevention class. I should be more specific. Big difference. Huge difference. And if you go thinking you're in one and you're in the other, boy, oh boy, do your eyes get open quick. Uh, but uh, they have, I know for sure, the uh, active shooter seminar in August. They have all sorts of seminars going on, but they're they're all beneficial. And again, with everything that's going on in the news with, you know, in you know the guys up there at Tactical Black React Defense were on the news the other day saying, here's the things you can look out for. Doing a great job. Their seminars are truly lifesavers. Uh, if you walk around with a little bit of their knowledge in your brain, uh, the chances of you wandering through in a bad situation minimize quite a lot just because there's certain things you probably do and don't even realize that make you a victim 
in training. You're about to get interviewed for a job you do not want by a very bad person. And you know what? you got to have the skills to recognize when that's happening. They teach them to you, and all you got to do is head on up there, reactdefense.com. That is where you go. It's the home of Tactical Black, Brady Entertainment. Uh, Selena Gomez and her longtime BFF, Francia Reza. Don't know who that is. Well, she's the one that uh, donated her kidney to Selena. Oh, it is? Yeah, you got to be best friends with that person. Not anymore. She's very upset because Selena's drinking a lot. And that's how you're going to treat my kidney I gave you? Your kidneys are fun. It's not like you gave her a liver. I know. And then her dad is uh, a Spanish radio host who goes by the name of L. It's uh, C-U-C-U-Y. I'm just going to go cuckoo. L. Cuckoo. (laughs) He's all over Selena saying uh, drinking after Francia. My daughter gave her a kidney back in 2017. It's another business. This is how he's... Right. You don't get to dictate what she does now. You gave her life. You gave her the ability to to live normally. Treat your kidney right. I don't think you're doing anything bad to your kidneys. Consumption puts stress on the kidneys. Sure. Alcohol consumption. All things put stress on the That's what eating and like, alcohol everything and soda. That goes through there. Your pancreas and your liver and your kidneys, they all kind of are filters for that kind of stuff. Would so. she be mad at Selena if that kidney all of a sudden started producing some stones or something after the fact? Yeah. What if the kidney starts to malfunction, yeah. but they would just blame her for being a booze hound? Hey, what is she supposed to do? I don't even know what my kidneys do. I know they're in there. I know I can lose one. I don't even know what I'm like. What's harming them? I know they're filters for things, but it doesn't stop me from doing stuff. And I know that you're not supposed to do that. Livers are the bad one. Larry Hagman got a liver, and he went goofy drinking again. And so did Mickey Mantle and the dude oh. from The Grateful Dead. And at the end of the day, though, it's it's your liver at that point. If you give an alcoholic your liver, that's on you. You know because. They already wrecked their own. You think they're going to care about the second one? That's just a new lease on life. That's a start over. It's like my shoulders. I got these new bones in my... I look at that as like, I got 10 more years to abuse this thing before it goes south again. I was being careful when it was my own stuff. Now it's these big steel things. I feel invincible. You give me, you give me a liver? I'm like, eh, I'm on borrowed time as it is. I better have some fun. The Paramount Network has been... Um Doing some cutbacks. One of the things you can say so long to is MTV News after 36 years. Didn't even know it was still a thing. Me either. Is Kurt yeah. Loder still on it? Kurt Loder. No kidding. He's like Tabitha Soren's least. Old is that guy? Tabitha Soren's still doing that too? Yep. Are you sure that's this year's news? Yeah, I mean, it I seems think like it seems like 2002 news. Let me see if, did I hit a button that put us in a, a time machine? He's 78 and he's yeah, still doing he's MTV still doing Music it. News. Come right. On. Today, Pusha T was told... All right, Kurt, I don't want to hear about you knowing Pusha T's latest thing. Let's see how old Tabitha is now. Tabitha's got to be 55, 60. 55, Yeah, because she's a little older than me. Gideon Yago? I don't recognize Gideon Yago's still there. That's the same crew. I don't remember. Allison Stewart? Suchin Pack? Don't know that one. I bet you I'd recognize her, though. (laughs) If you lined them up, I could tell you which one Suchin Pack was. (laughs) Because guess what? I do see colors. That's how I identify people. I mean, people like in the draft the, with yeah. uh, DeAndre and Joker standing next to each other, you can tell know. which one's which? I'm one of those weirdos that actually likes to admit reality and feel, I don't see color. I do. Trees are green. Brady's kind of pink. Brett's olive skin. I'm white as a ghost. That guy's black. I see colors. How do you think I'm going to identify it to the police when I have to t- turn you guys in? 
We've got a uh, trademark battle going on. Iron Maiden is taking legal action against the lingerie company called Maidenware. Ooh. Maidenware makes corsets, uh, shapewear, bras, panties. Right. But the brand owns the trademark on Iron Maiden for all kinds of clothing, although lingerie isn't mentioned. Wait, the band does. You said the brand. Oh, the band. I'm sorry. Yeah, the band yeah, owns the Iron band, Maiden. The, everything, the, right. The, Maiden brand does not. Maiden brand Iron, doesn't. Uh, yeah. Iron Maiden owns the name Iron Maiden. Yes. And Maiden brand has stuff called Iron Maiden. Um, I guess they feel that Maiden, the term Maiden, in both brands is confusingly similar. Similar. So, <laughs> saying you got to knock it off. But I think that Maiden wear has been around for. Well, I think a the word too. Maiden is like. Yeah, you can't do that. It's like half of Iron Maiden. Doesn't, I don't think they're even crossing paths too often, really, with their advertising or branding, are they? Well, I don't think you're going to yeah, really confuse this with a <laughs> picture of Eddie on the front yeah. of a T-shirt. I'm not looking at that thinking they stole the idea from Iron Maiden. They think they're losing record sales because that smoke show is in some form-fitting bodysuit? Maybe Charlotte the Harlot is worried about being associated Jeez. with crossless pants. This one? Hot. This one? Yeah. She's like uh, that's what I, that's Scarlet Scandal. I got a thing for her right now. Porn star Scarlet Scandal. Hop on that. That girl looks like her. Brett, see if you can pull this up real quick. I asked Toledo, but there's uh, the choir that was at King Charles' coronation singing about uh, Camilla. It's Regina, but it does not sound like they're saying that. Why were they saying Regina? It's uh, the queen is... Uh, Regina means queen. Oh, it does? Yeah. And um, the They're choir, English. Um, they sing Viva Regina Camilla. Or Camilla. Yeah. Long live Queen Camilla. Yeah. But it but sounds, it sounds like, long like long live vagina because we're all children deep down. Wide back. Wide backed vagina Camilla. <laughs> That's what people are thinking. They, they put so, it up on the TikTok. People aren't sure what the lyrics are. Well, they were kind of shocked language. when they first heard him sure. walking in. And now all the patrons join in in song about the new queen yeah, consort's queen gigantic vagina. This is a tradition in English heritage to sing about the new queen consort's genitals and lady bits. Uh, let's hear it here quickly as a, the crowd begins to sing. I can't hear a thing. Is it still on? You're not That's doing on Toledo's side. I'm, I know. I've got you both turned up. Can't hear Did you find it? the incredibly foul choir singing about Queen Camilla's massive vagina. And still nothing. Being stretch, Toledo. Stretch. I believe we're being Toledoed on this coronation. <laughs> I think the coronation has been... We've been Toledoed. Ah, here they are. Let's get back in. The choir is now planning eventually to get What's around to someday singing about Queen Requires rebuffing. Gargantuan vagina. Have we mentioned how large a vagina is this week? His big bird, everyone. They have the direct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, settle down, you drunken Brits. That's nothing. And that was it. And now the queen will dip her giant vagina into a milky white substance. (laughs) bathing herself in all the kings of England's ejaculate, which we've collected over thousands of years. We should have had Hitler in the morning over there (laughs) uh, as a correspondent. Hitler in the morning, live for KUPD at the coronation. 
And now the tradition where the new queen consort bathes in king juice. <laughs> years and years, thousands of it, in fact. She will bathe in it and then will deep fry it and make eggs for everyone in the choir. <laughs> whites only. The original term behind the royal family, whites only. I don't really hear... <laughs> it's a little... I mean, come on, you got to be a child to go that direction. Yeah, well... <laughs> I know, most of us are. Even I'm sitting back going, all right, calm down. Stop it. Uh, that's it. We're all done here. Uh, it's 10-10. Larry's not here. Shanman's in. Larry's on his excellent adventure with the gang from Toyota. He's out there in the woods screwing around. Doesn't that come with money for everybody? Doesn't Larry right. start handing out cash when he goes... And he does this and he starts giving everybody money. I think that's happening. Listen to Larry or Shannon and find out if Larry's going to try to give you a bunch of money. But this is pretty cool. He takes that Toyota out, and then uh, they come back and start giving people cash. It's really kind of a neat thing. Uh, but Larry's on the excellent adventure. So Shanman's next. So we're done, and uh, Shannon's taking over. He's got some stuff for you, maybe even more Chili Peppers tickets for you to walk away with. We are out of here. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.